This is the story of the AGF Paradise as they sanguinely explore the stars in search of the destiny thrust upon them by those who sought to obtain calamity itself. This is Children. 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 Other signs. Gonna do it, Kamala. Are you gonna do today's opening crawl narration what? by what? Jeremy Crutchley? What? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what are you referencing? No, do the opening. I don't know the opening. What do you mean? We, Welcome you... to the sector. We're gonna do pirate shit today, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and explode K's island, world, planet, whatever. <laughs> I'm your GM, Jonathan, who hopes that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I make no promises. You have to introduce the other people. Oh. Um, this is going to the recording. And playing Astrid is Kylie. You introduce me by my name, and then I say the the rest of it. Everyone's being mean to me, so Kamala's <laughs> gonna kill everyone. Oh dear. <laughs> to be, to be well, fair. I'm Kylie, and I play Astrid. <laughs> How do we do the intros for the people again? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't remember how you do that part. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the sector, everybody. I'm your GM, Jonathan, and I have with me today, Kylie. I'm really concerned about the state of this podcast right now, and I play Astrid. <laughs> and Louise. You didn't do your thing. I know, you didn't give me enough time to do it. I'm Mohan, why you? And yeah. And <laughs> Laura. Playing Kamala Magar, and I'm ready to be a pirate. Shiver me timbers. Are we those kind of pirates? Why don't me. why don't we have like a catchphrase or something? Um, because we didn't think of it. I guess I know what we're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> we cold opening this one. Yeah. Completely <laughs> derailing the entire episode because we have to have a motto. Yeah. Hey, crew. What do you want? I want to have a peppy saying that's really catchy and gets us lots of gorp that we can put on things. A, a peppy saying? I, I guess. I don't know. A piratey saying. Okay. Well, mm. we're called the lost. Maybe and it could. Found? Are we? <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't think you guys ever told me about that. Oh, well, yeah, you're not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, right. It was oh. the kids. Yeah, because yeah. the kids. Yeah. I guess we have to abandon that name then. Yeah, we're not the lost anymore. Oh shit! Yeah, because we have we have K. Yeah, and, and the other, other two, people. Yeah. yeah, Hezbollah and Kermit. Oh, okay, <laughs> Kermit. <laughs> you mean Rasmus? Yeah. Rasmus the Hedgehog here. No, don't like. His voice has changed every time, so I now know. it's a Kermit voice today. <laughs> I'm Rasmus. Oh dear. And um, what was it, Rasmus and? Hollow Shield. Hollow Shield. That's yeah. what it is. Okay, so if we are abandoning the lost moniker, then we need to find something else that works with Paradise, because that's the name of our ship. Because hmm. it was Paradise because we were the lost and Paradise lost. Can we be the cheeseburgers <laughs> in Paradise? <laughs> 
Um, is that can we? Is that copyrighted? Can I'm, we, I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted. We could do the Spees Burgers. The Spees Burgers. Uh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> hey guys, we're the Spees Burgers. No, 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 no. My I name's like Mohan Spees Burger. No. <laughs> this is this is my crewmate Astrid Spees Burger. No, I have a last name, and that's not it. Damn. Now I'm never gonna think of not Anything think of other cheeseburger, than cheeseburger in paradise. In paradise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I tried to convince Jonathan's mom that that should be what they do. Their um mother-son dance you for the wedding. Who's Jonathan? Your GM. <laughs> Jonathan. Who's that? Alright, before we break his mind. Yeah. Um, okay, so Cheeseburgers in Paradise is out. Um, I thought we were coming up with a motto. Oh yeah, well, well oh, and yeah. then we realized that we can't use the Lost moniker anymore. So now we have to find a new nickname for our group and a motto. We might be here for a while. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, we we may have to come back to this. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. may have fucked up. We may need to figure this out later. Hello, <laughs> uh, Shield. You gonna make snacks? Cause uh, this is gonna be a while. <laughs> yes, I can make snacks. What are we discussing? <laughs> what our crew name should be? Because you and... guys are not lost. <laughs> yeah, I guess the motto will just come naturally. I thought we were just the crew of the Paradise. Well, yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'll throw these away, and he puts some shirts into oh a trash can. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, if you already got merch, <laughs> no, you are right. It is dumb. No. <laughs> we do already have patches that say "Crew of Paradise." So is that normal? Is it? Is it yes. Wait. Yes, to just on. be the crew of the Paradise? Yeah. Yeah. You said captain. What? Yeah, because you were being mean to him. Oh, I thought you were going to ask. You said it like a question, I so like, I was like, Captain. oh. Thank you for defending my honor, Kamala. <laughs> what little of it Get it, Kamala! <laughs> no, I am baby! <laughs> All right, so I, mean, I guess we don't need to be called anything. We're just a crew? Well, we're just, we're the crew of the paradise. Did, I can't remember. Did the lost refer to all of the children? Or yes. was it just... It was just you guys. Our group. Yeah, you guys decided that when you were on Sylvia on Fornhuggy. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It was our thing. I just yeah. feel like if we're going to go do, like, hardcore pirate stuff, that we should... Oh, maybe we shouldn't put our name out there. I was going to say, we I probably guess. don't want notoriety. I was like, we could put stickers around and be name like, yeah, we did this bad thing. Uh, I guess that'd be an easy way to get wanted. So maybe we shouldn't do that. Like a calling card when I kill someone. <gasps> yeah. Like, is that a good idea? It seems like it'd be a cool idea, but I don't know if it's a good idea. But also, it is an easier way to get caught. So, All right. uh, kind of balance those priorities, I think. Okay, let's see what happens on Kay's home planet, and if we fuck it up so bad <gasps> that we shouldn't be leaving our name around, then we won't come up with a name. But if we do something really cool then and Then we have good, to take credit for it. Yeah, we gotta take credit for it, so we should come up with a name. And then other people concerns. could contact us for more jobs. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. Do we want to be space heroes or space pirates? I we Let's think of ourselves more as space Robin Hoods. Space mercenaries. I like mercenaries because it's more evil than Robin Hood. Well, then how come you asked if we want, if why was being space heroes an option? Because we're a crew. This is a democracy here. Well, then you shot my idea down. <laughs> I don't think hero or villain is necessarily a sign of, like, a given for pirates, so. I guess it just depends I on. I mean, I'm not saying we need to give our stolen items to people. I'm, right. What I'm saying is that, like, mercenaries has a more negative feel to it than, like,. I don't, Robin Hood. I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't have a I don't have a good phrase for what I'm thinking. I know I'm just a taxi driver, but I really think we've lost the plot here. <laughs> All right, 
Okay. <laughs> let's, let's begin. We'll think about this later. Sweet Jesus. Last time on Children Sorry. of the Spy, <laughs> the crew has wandered into the woods just outside of the city of the High Chancellor of Tudega in search of cryptids or psychics that are likely about to be eliminated by the very weapons the crew delivered just a day earlier. But once in the woods, they're confronted by eyes in the mist that all of a sudden lash out at them. The crew decides to take a completely nonviolent stance and okay. try and calm down these crazy assailants that they don't really know. Eventually, with everybody's help, Mohan is able to convince one of them that maybe they aren't actually here to do any danger and they go back and get their boss who is named Markle aka the Mist Man in the legends. They talk with the Mist Man for a while and discover that they are part of a experimental unit that was controlled by the Chancellor and have since escaped but Unfortunately, when they escape, they've normally already gone or are very close to being feral. So all of the people that the Mist Man teaches and helps control their psychic energies are struggling to adapt to society. He explains that the game that they play, uh, called High Chancellor back in the city, is a little bit warped from what reality is because the Mist Man never really came in to change people into psychics. He was more collecting the discarded or escaped psychics from the High Chancellor's compound. Once they arrive at the encampment for the for uh, Markle's group and the rest of the feral psychics, they notice that there are a bunch of craters all around them. They ask Markle what this is about, and they that he explains that this is actually something that they wanted to talk to the kids about, as one of their precogs knew that they were coming, and these craters may be associated with them. Once inside of the compound, they notice that there are a bunch more of these feral psychics that are around, and they are in cages created out of the will wards. The little concerned about this, they ask Markle what's going on, and he says this is the only way to help contain their psychic energy once they've truly gone feral. And he spends many hours a day trying to calm their energy so that they can start regaining their wisdom and stop being feral. After that conversation, he points them to a set of doors in the back of the room where he says his friend Paloma is waiting, and she's the precog that sensed their arrival. They go and speak with Paloma, who is in the fetal position in the back of a really cluttered room, almost like a hoarder's, and they alert Paloma that there is going to be a hunting party from the government soon, and she alerts them that they are also prey to this being that they call Pythia. Pythia is a giant mech that looks much like the ancients that are scattered around Tudega, and it is hunting them. It seems to, whenever it arrives and is awake, scream in anger, but inside, a quiet voice cries in sorrow. After giving this information, Kamala whispers a prayer for Paloma because she seems disturbed, and Paloma accepts the prayer, and Astrid confirms that she dies. Uh -huh. A little scared of what's about to happen because they are the only people in a room with someone who just died or surrounded by feral psychics. They leave a little tentatively, but Markle ensures them that Paloma was old like he is and possibly on her way out anyways. And this may have been her final wish. Asking the crew what they want to do, they decide that uh, the information they gave about the possible incoming attack was just about enough. And the information they received about being prey of this mech called Pythia was enough to scare them away and get off of the planet. As they were about to leave the planet, they decide, we haven't really done some pirate shit recently, so let's <laughs> steal something. 
And they call up Carlos to find out where the dig sites for these ancients are. Carlos points them to a mountain range on the other side of the planet where they end up finding a cave of scattered pieces that they probably can't use, but they all seem to lead to this one point. And at the end of the point seems to be a almost fully complete ancient that is standing at the back end of a cavern. Once they pull down the ancient and bring it into the paradise, they notice that there is an, another path that the ancient was blocking. As Kamala Mohan and Astrid go down I- into the cave, the others continue loading the, the ancient onto the ship, and Kamala Mohan and Astrid find that there is a vault room that they quickly open, find a bunch of what look like mech suits, a piece of pre-tech on a pedestal, and a large circular ring attached to the back wall. They take a few suits and the pre-tech and get on out of there, heading for Kay's home planet of Pilo Koshi. And that's where we are now as we enter the orbit of Pilo Koshi. I forgot that we got those suits. Yeah. Have we put them on yet? No. No. Kamala, can you do a scan of these suits to see what is, like, what they're about? Are they going to kill us? Is there poison in them? I can try. When we last opened them, there was mostly just dust and stuff. I don't think I can turn them on, but I can scan them. I wonder if, like, you have to be in it for it to turn on. Yeah. Slash do whatever it's supposed to do. But they were dusty. It's like dry clean only. Is there a tag? (laughs) 100% rayon. (laughs) I gotta know. What material is made out of? No, I gotta know if we can clean them. How How to clean them? We should open them first. I'm picturing like a wetsuit. Is that like yeah? Whatever. Same. Okay, same. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. in my brain it was kind of like Darling and the Franks plug suits, kind yeah. of a deal. Yeah. Okay, you know your typical mech uh, pilot suit. All spandex. Yeah, very mm. little left to the imagination. <laughs> and a hole in the butt. That's for my tail, sir. Mmm, <laughs> not for mine. Ew. <laughs> All right, I'm getting in. Kamala <laughs> gets in her suit. Uh, Astrid also gets in her suit because she just wants to zip it up to block out Mohan. I'm going to watch you guys get in these suits. I'm not putting mine on yet. <laughs> mine is pink, FYI, like a fuchsia. All right, I'm going to wait 10 seconds. Are you dead yet, guys? No, nope, we're good. Are you itchy? Kamala's is dark red. Ooh. <laughs> What'd you say? Yours was pink? Like Yeah, like a magenta fuchsia. Very bright. I want to inspect mine. See if there's like any, anything. <laughs> I like I'm how we just wary. were like launch right into the suit, and he's like, "I'm gonna be cautious for once in my life." Let's uh, maybe what is that? A notice? That's Six. not what you roll. That's not it, dude. Do you know how to play this game? <laughs> yes. It's only been it's two right. years. It's about two D six. What color? What color is your suit, Mohan? Moss green. Mm. Uh, seven. I like how we've stuck with our our colors. No, it's a failure right now. Seven is seven a, a mixed mix success. success. Yeah. Do I notice anything cool about my suit? Maybe an on switch. <laughs> <laughs> mixed success. You do notice something. There is a panel that in the bottom of the suit, and when you pull on it, it kind of like uprights your posture. Oh. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Put it on. Upright my posture. Look at me walking around upright. We should probably not wear this on the planet. Probably not. Is it a comfortable suit? Is it? Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Oh dear, I'm scared. I would assume it's very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably. I would. Just, yeah. Wait, why can't we wear it on the planet? It's just a spacesuit. They are very old. I don't want them getting damaged. And it, since it's like older, like really old, like technology, it might look odd. 
Kamala, and make a stick out. Give me a notice. That's a 13. Damn, Hell girl. yeah. Uh, you noticed something. That, like, you guys haven't really looked at these uh, all too closely. You just kind of grabbed a bunch and left. You notice that they're not really as, like, worn down as you would expect them to be. Huh. Though- it, it could be because of uh, maybe the, the vault was, like, hermetically sealed or something like that. So everything inside of it is was pretty pristine. Well, actually, the wiring is pretty intact. So maybe we could wear them. I just, I, I wonder if New they outfit. provide any protection. Why don't I punch you and we can find out? All right. You punch me and then I'll shoot you. No. And we'll see what happens. Why don't <laughs> we suits. take you out of this? Why don't we take one of the extra suits and shoot that? And yeah. And see if it like makes a hole or something. Okay. Let's do it. Well, let's not shoot in the ship. How about let's no, stab yeah, it? How about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's stab it. Let's not shoot things in the ship, if that's a good point. <laughs> do you want to stab it? Yeah, assassin. Kamala? Oh, sure. Um, Ma'am with the murder techniques. Paul's going to go over, um, take out her monoblade knife from her thigh, and just um, do a little quick little jab. Roll to attack. We didn't like this one anyway. It was like a pea green. Uh, attacks yeah. are the d20. <laughs> Have you ever played this game? <laughs> yeah. Literally last week. <laughs> Everyone's picking on me. That's a one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I got stabbed. (laughs) So you stab into it, and I guess this is what uh, the fiction has led us to. You're an assassin. You're trained at stabbing things. You're not going to miss. You hit it. (laughs) And for the material that it is, you are surprised at how much resistance it gives to being stabbed. Ooh. Mechanically, we'll make it so that this has essentially an armor rating of one rather than in armor class. So, like, the the armor class would be, like, your regular bodysuit, which is, like, 13 to hit kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But these suits, apparently because a trained assassin can't stab through them mm-hmm. immediately, uh, actually reduce one point of damage if you do get hit. Ooh. Ooh. It's essentially a very old armored vac suit that also has some sort of damage-reducing yeah. property. Cool. And jetpacks. No. Wow. <laughs> Look at me fly, guys. Kay, would you like a suit? Sure. What colors are left? There's purple and blue. I'm going to go with blue because I'm purple, and that would just Ah. make me look naked. (laughs) I hadn't even thought of that. Mm. No, Mohan. (laughs) Oh, no. So then the blue one can go to whoever... No, I picked blue. No, purple. No, purple. We'll go to, what, Rasmus? I guess that'll go to me, Rasmus. On the ship. Yeah, yeah, because Rasmus is the gunner. He'll he'll come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, here you go. But so we don't leave Hullishiel out high and dry. You we'll can get have him the a, one that we tried to murder that was resistant to well, being murdered. I was gonna say we can get him like a nice chef coat on this planet. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And a nice, hat. A nice little, chef hat. Ooh. Maybe there'll be a little rat under it that'll pull his feathers and control him so that he can cook better. Just a thought. Do we have to feed the rat? Yes. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Too many mouths. <laughs> oh, it's a rat. Okay. Yeah, he has a mouth. All right, all right, all right, all right. Are you insinuating that rats don't have mouths? Yeah. What are you no, saying? Rats, rats I'm don't saying count? that rats don't eat enough to really be a hindrance. Have in you terms ever had rats supply. in your pantry before? I guess no. you've never seen they... the rats on Pilokoshi. I mean, whew. Jesus Christ. Rats are. Are you asses? Yeah. God. <laughs> they're the worst. Okay. Well, did you say I'm the worst? No, they're the worst. Oh. Rats. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> Kai, what is your planet like? We think it used to be like a an Earth-like planet, like it, it used to have ground, but it's all covered in this big gas right now. Uh, we're approaching the, the planet's orbit, so you can kind of start to see it. It looks like it's water from far away, like it's this like it, it deep blue color, but it it is a gas, and it, it, it sits 
low on the atmosphere. It kind of acts like water. All of the cities on Pilokoshi, they're all on the tops of mountains that used to presumably used to exist on the planet. Gas kind of ebbs and flows like like an ocean would. So we actually have all of our cities and countries and stuff. They're all in these uh, these bubbles in case there's a, a high plume situation is what we would call it with the with the gas. So it protects them as the as the plume rises and falls. So your planet is extra stinky. Yeah. <laughs> stinky. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I feel like that'd make your planet very hostile. Like they're very, very to limited amount. And yeah. others. <laughs> well, like yeah. a very limited amount of resources. Like they just live on top of these mountains. Like, are we going to be welcome there? And as you ask that, you guys uh, approach close enough into the orbit that you get a and it's like, oh, I think we're being hailed by the planet. Oh, shit. Um, oh, oh, yeah, cool. Hail me. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> we surrender, we come peacefully. No, we Don't never surrender. Shoot. It's probably not like that either. Just let, let's turn it on. And he turns on a message, and you hear a voice come over the speaker and says, Hello, travelers, and welcome to Pilo Koshi. We are currently in a safe state, and the spaceport is open for landing. I hope you enjoy your stay. There is currently one festival coming up in a week if you would like to join. Yes! I want to go to a festival, guys! Please, if you come to the festival, make sure to register your vessel with the committee. Okay, Kay, that is your job. Register our vessel with the committee. Sounds like a plan. You guys want to land now? We're we're good? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I guess there's nothing else around. There's just a bunch of farty gas. Yeah, we'll just just get in. We'll dock. Yeah, I wonder what festival is going on right now. I, I completely forget what what uh what time of year it is it, it is for Pilokoshi. I'm so excited. I don't know what time is at all. Fair. <laughs> we we've been in spike drill for quite a while. <laughs> we almost murdered each other over the span of like several months going across the known galaxy. So that was fun. Yep. Let's not do that again. <laughs> Ever again. Okay, I'm taking us down to the spaceport. Uh, and you guys see as you come down that you can see what Kay was talking about with uh, it looks like an ocean until you start getting closer. And then you notice that all of the stuff that you're going to be docking on, like the spaceport and everything, it seems like it's really high up in the atmosphere. It's not that much further down as you go. And you notice that there are these like spires that everything is attached to and everything's in these like techno bubbles. And there's like one really big techno bubble. And then they have um, a few others that are higher up and smaller in size. And it seems like all of the cities are kind of like this. And you, you can see quite a bit of them as you're coming down. But the one that you're that Kay is landing in is one of the biggest cities. Uh, he, he just, for the most part, unless you guys tell him not to, will land in the like capital city of every planet. Mm. Um, and you notice that the height differences of all of the bubbles as you're going down is like the main the main major bubble is kind of at what you would call like sea level. So it's like the normal existence of the gas and everything else is higher up. And you go and you land at that big main bubble and the spaceport opens and you guys see that there is this odd mixture of this like crazy bustling city but like there's no vehicles or anything everyone's just kind of walking everywhere there's lots of lots of people it doesn't seem like there's all that much like right on the edge of the bubble where this spaceport is but as soon as you start like looking deeper into the 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 place it just seems like packed with people there's people going everywhere and you notice that there's this weird mixture of 
what looks like very old stone architecture and then also like just like neon lights and stuff like that. That's cool. All right. Hey, Kay, uh, so where should we go? But uh, hustling and bustling around here. So is there somewhere we can go uh, sightsee? We could, you know, at some point just kind of take the ship around the big oceans if you wanted to, like the gas oceans, the plumes. Hmm. Can you fish in it? Yeah, there's plenty of stuff that lives under the gas. Fishing fin. <laughs> yeah, we always have to fish. <laughs> Must go fishing. That's just going to be what the rest of this episode is. is we're just going to be fishing. <laughs> No. Well, let's go check out what the festival is. I know a lot of our festivals actually revolve around uh, exploring the, the the gas seas. Cool. Yes, cool. let's go into the crowd of many people. Let's do it. I'm concerned. <laughs> Guys, we also have this big mech taking up all of our cargo. Shit. Um, oh, yeah. We right. should probably do something about that. Ugh. Kai, do you have any contacts who might be interested? We're going to sell it. On, well, that's what we planned. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't come from the upper bubble people. Um, upper bubble. <laughs> upper bubble. All the bubbles that are higher up than the main city, that's where all the wealthy people live. And I don't come from that. What are you, some kind of poor? <laughs> yeah, actually. Why do you think they left the planet to become pirates? I don't know. Sense of adventure? We could airdrop a question yeah. in the crowd. What if we just, just dump a bunch of flyers as we fly over and just that say anybody interested in an ancient mech? No. What if we? Kay, do you hate the rich? Um, because we could just drop I... the mech on the bubble of the rich, crack it, and then leave. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> I I fully assumed that this was like a permeable bubble, not like a plastic bubble. Uh, I was I was I was picturing I'm picturing a glass. It's a hard light. So you can't actually uh, walk through it, but it's, it's hard light to keep all of the gash out so it's not permeable. Uh, okay, okay, okay. What if we sold it to a local museum? That could work. Yeah, there's plenty of old stuff here. They won't know it's stolen. Maybe like art collectors or something. Do museums yeah. buy stuff? No, they, they take donations. Yeah, we can sell to museums. Yeah, but that is not true, but what? okay. Yeah, I thought Museums they purchase stuff. things all the time. Do they? Yeah, yes. for sure. Oh, I thought yes. that they only took donations. No, no, no. No, they buy shit. No, most of like museum budgets go to purchasing new items and artifacts. <gasps> yeah, they buy shit. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, which one of us is good at forging authentication papers? I, I'm good at over-the-table trading. I am also good at over-the-table trading. <laughs> I could steal something and maybe edit it. Uh, I don't know. Could we, like, threaten someone into forging something for us? I'm pretty sure we could just pay someone to forge something. Yeah, probably. All right. Where's the uh, forgery room? The forgery room? (laughs) Yeah, the forgery department. (laughs) Mohan, there's no department for illegal activities. New question. Where is the Indiana Jones of this planet? The who? That's a band. A band? <laughs> well, I could hack into some website and get personnel files and then alter them. Can you? Ha- yeah. Can you hack into the museum? Control print. Ooh. <laughs> can you hack into the museum and make a purchase order for a giant mech and then we'll pretend we're the delivery people dropping off the mech? I'm pretty sure they'd notice that they did not, in fact, order a giant mech. It was ordered by the intern. Question. Nobody likes. Oh, what? God. <laughs> Why are we even trying to hide it? It's not like we actually stole this from someone who's looking for it. Right, but a museum was going to want something proving its authentic, like authenticity. Then why don't we just forge authenticity papers? 
Yeah, that's what we're trying to, to do. But nobody can forge those papers. That's what I'm saying. Out of character, I'll just remind you that if you're on a planet for 24 hours, you can have henchmen who have contacts. Let's so, all sleep for 24 like hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's like your ability, Mohan. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, let's hang out so that you can uh, make some get connections. Some Go to the festival. That's oh, in wait, a week. that's in a week. It's Fuck. in a week. Well, let's go find out about this festival. Let's yeah. find a place to yeah. sleep if we don't want to sleep on the ship. Maybe, maybe it's like there's like contests or something, and we could enter them and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. win prizes and our money. If we win prizes, we have to come up with a name. Mm-hmm. Be on the top mm-hmm. of the leaderboards there. Again, you guys started with wanting to have like a catchphrase, and now you're thinking about a name. You should think of one too. <laughs> Those two are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Like we can do both. I don't like the phrase "you guys." Right? You're one of us. That's true. All right, let's. Be I'm, on just, our I'm way. just not as invested in this motto thing as you are. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go find out what this festival's all about. Yeah. All right. To the what'd you call them? The council. You gotta register. We gotta register the ship, right? To participate in the festival. Oh yeah, that's what it said over the intercom. Yeah. So we should go do that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe yeah. they can give us more info on like what's the jam and uh, all that stuff. You're out of the ship. You're looking around. You're just kind of standing in the square area. You're still in like the spaceport proper. You haven't really entered the city. You see that there is kind of like a customs booth that you can go to. Cool. A boop, 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 boop. Hi, customs booth person. What's your name, Taxi? <laughs> can't, can't quite read it. <laughs> Never mind. I will start the conversation. Welcome. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pilo Koshi. Hi, my name is Rohan. What's yours? No. <laughs> oh. I am customs agent, and that's all you need to know. Okay. Um, we're here for the festival. Mm, what are you registering under? Are you a government organization, a private sailor, or part of a military, or are you pirates? Why is pirates an option? Why wouldn't it be an option? Aren't pirates, like, bad? <laughs> no, here on Pilo Koshi, we don't give a shit. Okay, great, then we're pirates. Awesome. What's the name of your ship? Mm, wait, hold on. Let's let's stop for a second, okay? <laughs> How many other pirates are registered here? Um, we don't give out the personal information of any of the other registrants. See? They're legit. No. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you can just say, here's a list of criminals, police, that are here right now, and these are all their ships. That's a fair point. You know, when you when you think about it, yeah. We're just going to register as private spacefarers. Spacefarers. All right. I can mark that down. Thanks. We're on the ship, the Oasis. Now we can give him a real ship's name. The Paradise. Yeah, uh, Kay pops in and he's like, so you can actually say that we're pirates. Like, pirates are very common here. See? I was right. Uh, you were not being cautious. That was that could have been dangerous, right? For, for once, I do agree with Mohan. Hey! Like, we should be... <laughs> Not giving out that information so freely, but uh, here on Pilokoshi, it is fine. Um, they actually encourage pirates to come here. We'll probably even run into other people from the AGF if, uh, hey. if depending on what the festival is. Like, if it's plume faring festival, then uh, we might have plenty of other pirates here. Maybe okay. p- pirates not even from the AGF. That would be great. If there's that's other so pirates cool. from the AGF, we can ask them to take our mech back to the ship. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I glance back at all, like the docking bay. Are there any ships we recognize over there? <laughs> Give me a notice. Goddamn. <laughs> Grandma Moldy. Whoop. I don't see anything. <laughs> I got a seven. <laughs> I got an 11. Jesus! Wow. <laughs> nice. So... Mohan doesn't recognize any. He's still kind of like, are we sure we should tell him we're pirates? And then uh, Astrid is looking around and you're like, well, 
a bunch of these ships do look like they could be pirate ships. And then, uh, Kamala, you notice a ship that you have seen before. It is a very large fleet cruiser. It probably won't be participating in uh, planet-side stuff. It is the Smigaskrik, which is the fleet cruiser of the Scavenger. Oh. So you at least know part of the Ingenuity branch is here. I bet the Scavenger would want to buy our mech. Ooh, probably. Yeah. It's worth a shot, at least. You can bargain with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Astrid looks at the the customs agent and says, Can you tell us any more about this festival? The festival next week is a yearly festival that we hold. It's one where we have a bunch of people go out and they try and hunt these large... um, I should come up with a name for them. Lots of hunting recently. Yeah. (laughs) We're being hunted, the psychics are being hunted, now we're going to be doing some hunting. You know how difficult it is to pick a name for anything when I'm like, half of these can all be dick jokes? Let's <laughs> <laughs> pick the first one, Dickie McCock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. Like, I'm like, oh, this one would be good, the scronade. Ah, scrotum no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the scronade would not be good. Yeah. No. Wait, who, who Scro- are we? Scrotum tornado. <laughs> <laughs> it's a festival where we go out and hunt the Thofrids before the bubble comes down for its yearly maintenance. Kay will pipe up and be like, oh, okay, this one is, uh, these are these large, like, worms that kind of overpopulate the the area under under the under the plume. It's one of the reasons why we have the bubble, because they, once they get too populous, they kind of, they get really aggressive. So we have a, a culling of them, a population control of them, so that they don't overrun the, trying to break down the, the the barriers. Cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, and uh, they're all underneath the plume, so a lot of people go and sail out on the plume. It's actually really dense to try and to try and uh, pilot underneath the plume, so most people sail on top of it with with their ships. Since we have an underwater feature, are we going to have any trouble on the in the gas? Can we just fly through it? We might not be able to go as deep as we would like, but you know, our sh- our ship might actually be pretty well suited for going underneath the surface a little bit. Maybe it'll help Ooh. us not be found by the other by the other participants. Uh, is there a reason we don't want to be found by the other participants? Yeah, the more Thofrids that you kill, the bigger a reward you get. Oh, so, okay. I was I was just wondering if this was like a no-holds-barred, other people might attack you kind of... Oh, situation. they might. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there's, there's not like that many Thofrids. It's just they need to stay under a certain population so that they don't try to destroy the... The popul the cities. Cool, 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 cool. Our only weapon is sand. <laughs> and a net. I think we have a net too. Right? Do we have a net? For some reason I feel like we had a net. How much do we have in the ship fund? 182,000. Hmm. We don't Not have a very lot. Much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do we think that we can sell this mech for one point eight million? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we could do some jobs while we wait for the festival. And get 1.8 million. <laughs> I think we could. We could rob a bank. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we can't add any more to, like, our ship doesn't have enough power rating to add anything else. But if we were able to buy a new ship like we've been aiming for, then we'd be able to get some better weapons. That's true. Well, the rich are shady. Yeah. I'm sure we can go up there and assassinate somebody for them, oh, right? Dear. I mean, probably. Also, we let's first, I think, step is seeing about selling this mech. Right, 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 right. So. Yeah, we can't really steal anything else when we've got that on board. True. We could steal a ship. That might be a little obvious. Kill the people on board. <laughs> Murder is legal on this planet. 
No, no it's not. <laughs> okay. It was worth a shot. It's friendly towards pirates, but it's not necessarily friendly towards piracy. All right, all if right. you catch my drift. It's neutral, uh, not lawless. Yeah. Are we registered? We're all set. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes. I okay. finished all of your registrations. You may go onto the city whenever you'd like. Thanks. Should we go talk to Scavenger? His ship is over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good place to start. Yeah, if he's here. I think it, it's that Scavenger's ship? Or yeah, it's is parked. It? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, and you don't get an answer. I wonder why. They're probably in the city. Oh. You know, exploring and doing fun things. <laughs> I think Astrid wants to go into the city. I do. I so much do. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's, do you guys want, should we leave a note? <laughs> or? <laughs> um, we could also, you know, like send him a communication. Right, right, right. On the pirate network. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. I'm just going to send him a quick message on uh, piratesmeet.com <laughs> and just let him know that we're here and that uh, also we'll send him a couple of photos of the mech and just say hey are you interested in this or you know anybody that you know <laughs> 1.8 yeah mil 2.5 <laughs> whoa you gotta start high and then they'll bit low okay. and then we'll hit their 1.8 never never ask your asking price yeah you'll never get it yeah I'm bad at this <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't have the talk feature mm. <laughs> okay so we'll do that we'll send him a quick old little Oh, you shoot, you shoot out the message, and uh, you'll see when you get a response back. Okay. As we start going into the city and going into those huge crowds, um, Kamala's going to um, try pickpocketing some people as we go by them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have a, what is it, sneak? Yes. For sure, going after, like, the wealthy people in nice clothes. Yep. Which you notice is actually, like, a good amount of people here. Like, there's definitely, like, some really, you know, downtrodden, like, not really, like, homeless looking, but definitely not wealthy people around. There's plenty of that, especially in, like, side alleyways and stuff, rather than, like, the main the main drag strip. Patooey, ugh, look at all these poor. <laughs> you can't spit without hitting a poor. God. Kick one. Wow. What I'm going to have you do is you're going to roll your sneak dexterity so that you can see if you steal. Nine. Nine. So mixed nice. success. Um, so roll a d4. Four. Four. So you got a mixed success on a wealthy person. Nice. So now roll a percentile die, which is the d100 and d10. 84. Ooh. Nice. You guys like 84% of that guy's wealth in his pockets? That, well, that it was a mixed success, so I'm doing the I'm doing whatever percentage is lower. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> Can I aid with my perform? <laughs> Look at me. You could. Juggling. Uh, next time. We've already okay. done the, yeah, the yeah. rolling. <laughs> Should have planned this. Yeah. We, next time well, next time we're all gonna get like one of us can trip and bump into them. You can pickpocket them. Like, I mean we'll we'll get a whole thing going. Yeah. I mean we don't know you're pickpocketing, that's fine. Yeah, you're being super stealthy about it. Yeah. Otherwise, these two would probably be like nervously staring <laughs> at you and alerting everybody. <laughs> so you pickpocket 6K nice. Gorf. Nice. Dude. Oh, my God. This place is uh, not poor. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> okay. All right, so what, we're just walking around? Crowded area. Yeah, what do you guys want to do? You're like walking down the main street, and like I mentioned before, there's like a bunch of like old stone looking buildings, probably like marble esque kind of a thing. Not marble, just something something else, something fancy. Yeah. And then like you also see like some of these buildings have a little bit more modern looks to them, and kind of all over the place, you see like a bunch of different like neon signs and stuff just being like here is a ramen shop and here is a karaoke bar and here is a bathhouse and here is uh, an arcade and you know just tons of <laughs> bars and stuff like that 
and like a museum and a library and like an art store and it's just this seems like it's a fairly wealthy city this capital city of uh Pilokoshi. yeah well, so we're like on main street right now mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah cool it's like the times square of Pilokoshi. Yeah. all right crew do you guys uh do you guys want to sleep out here do you guys want to sleep on the ship what should we do about i mean i'd s- rather not sleep just out here i think he means like get a hotel room not sleep on the street you know i take him really literally a lot because he tends to be very literal a lot so (laughs) yeah yeah, what i'm vague and mysterious (laughs) let's go in this hotel yeah we just go to walk into the rent nearest hotel it's right there we don't know if it's good all right what kind of hotel are you looking for nice one Oh, okay. I just got 6K. I don't yeah. give a shit. Why'd you get 6K? <laughs> yeah, really. Kamala, how'd you get 6K? There is a large crowd. I saw an opportunity. Yeah, but what did you do? I just pickpocketed. <gasps> Thief! <laughs> <laughs> don't say that so loud. loud. You stole in my heart. <laughs> good cover, good cover. Yeah, good cover. Good job, good job. <laughs> uh, you, you guys see when he does yell out thief, you you do end up noticing that there's a like, certain amount of people that very noticeably turn their heads. Oh. Um, and you okay. notice that they are all in a uh, uniform Ooh. that has like um, a depiction of like the main bubble city with a bunch of smaller like symbolic bubbles all around it. It's on like a shield, like a crest. Okay. That's why I did not tell you. You didn't Fair. see them. You didn't see them at all. Fair enough. Okay, but now we know there's police. Yes, that is true. That would have been nice to know, Kay. <laughs> you never asked. I mean, there's police everywhere. Where have we gone where there wasn't that wasn't, like, abandoned? Literally everywhere. I feel like there's never been a police. We literally shot down a police cruiser in space and just ran that into space. That was an accident. <laughs> that, was, that was not intentional. There was no one around and there were still police. What are you talking about? We spent six phases avoiding police as we were traveling up here. I guess it's because we're just so successful at it that I forgot <laughs> police existed. <laughs> we need to get out of the street. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's right. go to that hotel that um, Kamala found. <laughs> yeah. It's Looks right good. There. Looks great. Let's go. All right, we're going to walk in. Any psychic things happen to you? <laughs> Is this another Will Ward situation? Oh, God. <laughs> I would assume not. Does Astrid think to check for that? How would I? Like, would I just... I don't think you know. That's the first time that you've had any sort of sensation that was like, oh, this might be bad to like use yeah. my psychic ability. Yeah. I would assume that like opening a telepathic contact, even if it's just like with them, there were going to be some sort of like repercussions on me like mentally. I would know that way, but... Then why don't you do it if you want to find out? I open a telepathic contact with them. Papa, can you hear me? Why it, Why are you singing that song? Papa. <laughs> There's no negative repercussions when you open up the mind channel yeah. and hear Mohan just, Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> That's just, in, just playing in my head. In both of your minds, you hear me go, well, Mohan has some weird choices of songs right now, but as far as I can tell, there don't seem to be any like anti-psychic things. I forgot what this felt like. I know. It's been so long. I just stopped talking out loud anymore, and I'm only going to talk in your mind. All right. Let's uh, let's go up to the counter. And you buy a hotel room for... Yay. You buy a super fancy hotel room again? How much is it? Here, a fancy hotel room is a thousand gorp a person. Ooh, mm. That's expensive. Per person? Yep. How much is a normal room? Yeah, just normal. 200 per person. That's better. Now, how? what is the normal room? Is it just, is it like hostile, like bunk bed situation? No, it's still like a fair, what you would expect from like a fairly wealthy hotel. Oh, so it's like a space in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kamala puts all the money down. 
I got this one. Thanks, Sugar Mama. Oh. Are, you, are you doing the big one or the normal room? The normal one. Do you guys have Rasmus and Hollow with you? I would assume so. Yeah, why not? We can take them with us, yeah. We locked up the ship. Yeah. Okay, Beep-beep. so there are six total, so that's 1,200 Gorp, and that's uh, per night. We're only staying oh. the one night, though, right? You have a week until the festival. Yeah. Right, but we can go back and stay on the ship for some Okay, so day. this is like just a, a hangout night? Yeah, probably. Cool. Yeah, Are we sharing yourself. one room, or is it like multi-room suite situation? If you did the normal one, then it's kind of like there's, uh, you know, like two queen-size beds per bedroom gotcha, kind of gotcha. a thing. Okay. But since it's space, there's three, so there's two to, two to a bed. We're spending so much time on this. <laughs> Just, anyway, we just have we a hotel room. And we're just, yeah, yeah, you have a hotel room. It's, <laughs> it's the exact function that you want out of it. Yeah. Wee yippee. Next morning. Oh, we're going to bed? Oh, you guys oh, just oh, skip yeah. it? What? <laughs> I thought that's what <laughs> was happening. You're Sorry. Like, we got a hotel room. Let's just fucking waste everything. <laughs> there's an arcade. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a bunch of stuff. Like, you oh. wanted to go to the city. You just immediately got a bed and went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All the excitement of... You almost getting Kamala caught as a thief had made me tired. No, that listen, was like a second. That, that is a Kylie response. I don't <laughs> think that's an Astrid response. Hey, art imitates life, sir. That whole interaction took like five seconds. Yeah. Anyway, yes, let's go to the city. Making my way downtown. Walking fast. Faces past now, homebound. Do you guys want to help me pickpocket more? Yeah. Sure. I got lots of money last time. <gasps> do you think we can make $1.8 million? <laughs> Probably not. No, but it could pay for our stay here while we find other jobs. Okay, so while we're walking around the city, we A, pickpocket, B, keep an eye out for like jobs that we could accomplish posters, and C, try to find, uh, what's his face? Scavenger? Scavenger. Yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for him to respond. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right, so then... But if we bump into him, then... <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll do our little street performance. Float me up in the air. I'm doing... I'm Ooh, juggling. Yeah, we could do like street performers, put out a hat, <gasps> and, and then, then I... I could go around multiple people. Oh, my God. Yeah, because they're all distracted. Yeah. I love it. And, yeah. And, but you can also be like, oh, yeah, wow, they're so cool, and draw more attention to us. Yeah, you guys be the... Yeah. Um, all right, crew. We're going to put on a performance. You guys be the... Um, the what what is, what is it called with the people who are, like, plants in a crowd and, like... Plants. Like plants. plants. Yeah. You guys be the plants. We'll put on a performance. I'm going to use my psychic crap. You can do a song and dance and stuff, and I'll, like, hover things around you and whatnot. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so for doing this, so you're going to get, we'll, we'll say, a plus one every time these two succeed on their stuff. <laughs> and then, because they're doing the distracting, the plants in the crowd are just helping gather a crowd. They're not really helping you pickpocket, right. per se. Yep. Um, so these two will give you plus ones if they succeed. If you, if one of you gets a mixed success, the other one has to also get a mixed success or better or else you don't get any plus ones is what we'll do. So like if it's a mixed success and a fail, you don't get anything. Okay. 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 Um, and then every time you pickpocket Kamala, you're going to get a minus one to the next pickpocket. That's fair. Because that there sense. are... People might start to notice and yeah. And there are guards who will also start to notice this performance getting bigger or lasting a long time. Oh, yeah. and they'll want to disperse yeah. it. Probably. Yeah. All right. So first roll, performing. Right. I take out my loot. Oh, uh, Yeah. And you're, um, you're just rolling uh, telekinesis. Telekinesis, yeah. yep. I love the police. They're so good to me. <laughs> Nothing to look here. I can re-roll once I got a 12. Nice. Plus one is a 13. Also, keep track of any effort that you're using, Kylie. 10, 12. Nice. So complete success. So you're definitely <laughs> going to get a plus two because they both 
uh, succeeded. Fuck the police, they straight from the underground. <laughs> 11. Yeah! Woo! Nice. So you get an 11. So the first person that you pickpocket, give me a, a D4 roll. Wow. Daddy Warbucks. He's got the most three. money. A three. And then give me a percent dice. 25. So I'll do 75 because it was a complete success. So I'm taking the opposite of the percentages. That is 1,875 Gorp that you pickpocket from this performance. Nice. Just paid for our rooms. Great. <laughs> Didn't we get 9,000 last time? Or 6,000? I got 6,000. There's less wealthy people in this crowd. Ugh. They stink. But that's what you pickpocket off of a off of a bunch of people that average out to a rich person. Okay. The other thing when I when we were saying we were gonna do this performance, I did say we put a hat out, so do people throw money in a hat? Oh yeah, you all did full successes, right? Yeah. Yep. Sure. So what you would get from people in a hat is one point eight million. No. Wow, <laughs> they love us. Damn. I guess give me another percent die to see how many people show up. Forty? 40? Okay. 400. Uh, that's another 2,000 Gorpin donations. Whoa! Wow, we have 3,875. Nice, nice. Let's go to the arcade with that. No. Is there like a town... I guess the library would have like a town center-ish type of board. Maybe there's like a... Like jobs... Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, as as you're looking around, it's actually it, like there's these main streets that you're on, but they all kind of like in a uh, star shape point towards this one big like central pit area that has like a marketplace almost. And uh, that that place has um, like a city hall and the library and all that stuff. So that's like where all of the major functional places are. So all of these side streets are different like entertainment areas or hotels or like where where you would buy yeah restaurants stuff like that and then the center of all of this is where you have your administrative functions cool so i know i also we all get 775 gorp because i just split it between all of us and rasmus so six total oh yeah, you split it between six people actually yes six so we all get 645 excellent okay can you say take us to the wealthiest museum we can access. We'll have to take one of the trams to go to a higher level bubble. Sure, yeah. Public transportation is always free, so that's not going to be anything. That's cool. Transit passes are only two gore. God, you're busting my balls here. <laughs> it's on the list. <laughs> it's on the list of things. All right, all right. All right, so now I have 643 left. My pocket change here. Yeah, so you guys get up in the tram and it takes a little bit because they're actually like filling pretty quickly going to this place. You have to wait a, a few different trams before there's one that you guys can pack into. Just looking around, enjoying the scenery. It's kind of interesting looking outside of the the hard light bubble that surrounds the city because as it's getting later in the day, there like it, it was kind of like morningish when you showed up and you've been doing this kind of like in the afternoon, like during lunchtime, and now it's just a little bit past noon and you can actually see as you're standing on the edge of the city bubble that the plume or the gas ocean that is here is actually starting to rise above the bubble a little bit so you can like if it were clear you could see through it but it's just like this very opaque like dark blue and kind of like uh wine colored uh gas that is out there so you just very quickly lose any sight of anything past the bubble as it's like starting to rise above the limb that could be helpful if we have to escape Mm-hmm. This is a really crappy sunset. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's early afternoon. 
So. Oh, the what? What is it? Sun is way up. Then what the heck is it? Just it just rising? The gas is just rising? Mm-hmm. Or? Yeah, it's like okay. a tide. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, is that going to affect us in any way? If the bubble breaks, but it's never broken. <laughs> mm, <I don't. laughs> okay. I've never heard anything more ominous than that. <laughs> When you put it that way, I guess. I guess. Considering our track record of what happens every time I you was, land on a planet. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I have a sneaky suspicion something bad going to happen. I hope something doesn't fall from the sky really hard and slam into the <laughs> bubble. <laughs> you mean like a giant mech that's hunting us? <laughs> wow, that would be so inconvenient. Wow, how awful would that be? And you guys get on the tram. And that wouldn't Jesus. be good. It wouldn't be good storytelling, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Isn't murder an entire city because a stupid thing <laughs> dropped in? And as you get on the you, you get on the tram and uh, oh inside God. they have <laughs> come on <laughs> go go and <laughs> Louis is just holding his head. <laughs> you get in the tram and you you see that it, there's kind of got like the normal tram music and everything, and they've also got some the the glass of the tram windows is actually different like television screens and there's like stuff playing for kids and like whatever and then there is a banner that says breaking news bulletin oh no no (laughs) how inconvenient shit breaking news a few days ago we got word that there was an attack on Tudega we've learned that the high chancellor is safe and that the explosions have not disrupted very much of the normal day today although a little more construction will have to happen to repair the commons the only hint that we have is this photo and it enhances of what is possibly the assailant leaving the compound and you all notice that it looks like an ancient that's being piloted leaving the compound of the Tudagan High Chancellor <laughs> as there's just fire and explosions behind it. That wasn't us, Fuck! right? <laughs> no, it wasn't us, but it's that thing that's chasing us. It's Pythia. Right, oh, right. No. There seems to be no immediate danger to us in the A11's sector, but they were unable to track the object that were a terrorist that has uh, committed this atrocity against the High Chancellor. Uh, stay tuned for more news. How does it know where we went? Or does it not know? Oh, I have my location on. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck, Mohan? Oh, we text. (laughs) With who? Who do you text? Pizia. You up? Yeah, you up. (laughs) Here are my exact coordinates. Come through. So that's who you booty called instead of the person at the desk on (laughs) today. So you hear some like kind of hubbub in the cart from the few people who were watching the news bulletin that seemed to kind of care about it. Oh, that's something that I should mention. The whole makeup of the city is dirty, stinking poor. (laughs) No, it's a little bit different than what you guys are used to. And I'll say that you guys are noticing this as you're kind of watching the crowd for what their reaction to this is. The whole place of Pilokoshi seems to be primarily populated by Tarogian which are the uh, kind of like Greek-inspired, tall, feathered aliens kind of a thing. They're kind of like bird people. Like the person that you talked to at the the place where you walked in and registered or whatever, like that person was a Tarogian. Tarogians tend to kind of like talk fast. About 33% of the population are Tarogian. The secondary po- population are Bikaku, so people like K. Tertiary population, which is very different for you guys, is there are a lot of we're seen here. They're mm. they're the uh, the nanobot uh, sentients that have the chest plate that all of their like micro nanobots like live in. 
uh, and like that forms their body. So there's like 13% of the population here are we're seen. There's only a smattering of Tihari at 9%. There are some Oenemo at 7% and some Ketling at 5%. And you notice that there are nearly no Sude or Mahalians on this planet. There's a few. You can like occasionally spot one, but they're like 1% or less of the population are Sude or Mahalian. So you're in you're in the cart, you're looking around, you're noticing the population spread, how it's kind of different from where you're at. They're all reacting to the breaking news bulletin. No one seems to be reacting too extremely to it. They're more kind of like interested, like, oh, what the heck was that? Because to them, they just saw the quick flash of this thing. They don't really call them ancients. Like that's something that like the sovereignties call them or even yeah. maybe just Tudega calls them ancients. So they're like, kind of looks like a mech like did this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, Astrid. Yeah. Can I talk to you in the head? Whenever, yeah. or do you have to do something? I think I probably just leave it open when we're on planet, just as like in case of emergency kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it doesn't cost her any effort, so yeah. she can just kind of leave it open. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you can you can um, think at me. Did you watch the news? Yeah, I just saw it. Should we tell someone? Who would we tell? Not, I guess not like a beat cop, but I don't know. I just feel like maybe we should because that thing's definitely going to come crash down. And I feel like me, we should either be by the ship or, like, if we tell somebody, maybe they have, like, an enforcer bubble. I guess I guess my question now would be, what are we going to tell them that that mech is after us? They're going to kick us off the planet. Uh, I'm assuming K is yeah, also yeah. part of this. Also, mechs can't really travel through space on their own. So I don't think they're going to be worried about it. Well, that mech That's does, fair. right? Yes. Well, apparently. But they probably won't believe us even if we do tell them that actually you guys have no idea if that mech does oh i'm thinking back we've never you said it goes travels around the galaxy yeah he hip or they hip hop between planets and then slam down into them so i thought it was by itself no the only the only thing that you guys know is that it does that on tudega Oh, I thought oh. it was like multi, like it was just ju- jumping around. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I mean, you guys as players mm. can probably assume that that's what's happening, and maybe as characters you can assume that's what's happening, but that's not what you've been told, and that's the first time that you've actually seen this thing. That's true. Because yeah, it's all because every time you guys have seen this thing that's chasing you, it's been like this flesh mass. It hasn't had a form. Oh, right. Yeah. On Tudega is the first time that someone has told you it has a form and it looks like an ancient. Okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. So should we just put that aside and go frolic at the museum? I mean... (laughs) For now? For now? I mean, do you guys think that it can travel, like, actually outside, like, from planet to planet? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Well, I mean, okay, so think about it this way. If it's not, like, there's no other being, theoretically, in the mech, the mech itself is the sentient thing... We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. Just wanted to jump in quick to invite you all to join our Discord community. If you want to hang out with us and other fans, go to bit.ly slash failed crits. That's bit.ly slash failed crits, all lowercase. You can also find the normal discord.gg link in all of our show notes. Looking forward to seeing some of you there. And now, back to the show. I only know of one other person that has ever made a spike drive small enough to fit in a mech. What are the odds that this thing got it? They've been dead for a long... They were friends with my mom. Hmm. Who were they? 
there was a pirate fleet before the AGF called the SPS. Okay. There was a scientist that was like the lead of the SPS. They they had a ship called the Resonance, and there was a pilot called Casey Nova who was able. He was the only one who's ever made a spike drive mechanized warrior. Yeah, sounds like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess. Chuck that guy. Yeah, chuck that guy. <laughs> but okay, but here's the thing. Look at all these suits that we have on right now and the giant mech that we have in the ship. That doesn't work. <laughs> and we've only ever seen on Tudega. <laughs> right. But if we can... why are you guys so worried that the mechs can travel through space? Because we can't rule out that it can't. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. So the only thing that you guys as characters know is that Kay has just let you know that he's very confused why you guys think that it would be able to travel because the only person who has ever made a Sidma, a spike drive, mecha- uh, spike drive mechanized warrior, has been dead for a long time. I guess the re- the other reason that like I think we might be thinking that it can go in space is because it leaves for indeterminate amounts of time and then comes crashing back down out of the sky which i mean i guess could mean it could be like just go stay going and staying in an unpopulated area when you guys were reading the diary of plutarch they were taking uh, a guy named tiago that was helping them uh teleport and follow around tudega and it was it was looking at other ancients on tudega and it would always it would return to the spot that all the feral psychics were but there was also dirt, like he noted that there was dirt on it that does not come from this planet. Yes, that is a good reason why you guys might think that it wasn't originally from Tudega. Yeah. That Now we've come around to a fictional reason why you guys would believe that. Hey, <laughs> <Okay>, Mexico space. <laughs> Mexico space. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Let's go to the museum. <laughs> this is a very long tram ride, Kay. How fast are we going? <laughs> We're we're going pretty fast. It's the the rich bubbles are very high above the main city, like almost near orbit. Good lord, they really like to flaunt it over the poor people, huh? Well, they got to go high enough that the gas never makes it to them. So why does it affect your constitution somehow? Uh, you cannot live in the gas. Right. The the, the plumes are lethal. Right, but the bubble protects you from the plume. So wouldn't it not matter? I guess it's just you're yeah. more of a risk at the lower yeah, end, more, I guess. Yeah, more of a risk down below. Because if the bubble were to pop or something. Yeah. You know, if something came crashing out of the sky and shattered the bubble. <laughs> the bubble will never burst. <laughs> we're going to the top. <laughs> we'll flourish forever. For years and years. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I have a question, Kay. If this festival is like we have to go, people go hunt those those things so that they're like thinned out before the bubble's maintenance, does the bubble come down completely? Yeah. And for how long? Uh, Normally for like a week, which is why they need everybody to make sure that there's not going to be any attacks from from those, uh, the Thofrids. So yeah, the the bubble will be coming down in two weeks. <laughs> I, I, you know what else will be showing up in two weeks? <laughs> oh, don't talk like that. Our new best friend, Pythia. Anyway, so my question is then, the plumes have like tides, right? And the high tide is like it almost up covers the, the bubble. bubble. Yeah. What do people? What do we do? What fans? How? <laughs> what fans? Really when it co- when the bubble comes down, people live in the city. High power. Like fans. how do they not all die from the um, plumes coming up and down when the bubble goes down for maintenance? <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me think about this. <laughs> this is your fucking planet that you wrote, Kylie. I'm trying to work with it. Oh, it's your planet? It is? Yeah. You wrote Pylocoshi. That's so cool. Fuck. I, I was, I was kind of thinking it was... Sounding a little sim- familiar. Yeah. I can't figure out why. All right, fuck. We could just this say- is your fault, not mine. I so- didn't say anything. <laughs> you came up with the tide, sir. The gas doesn't need to be deadly. It can just be detrimental. So the reason that they are they leave all the poor there <laughs> when they go down wow. is because they're like, oh, well, whatever. It's like being in smog. What if they just evacuate to a different area? You can't get let them Ooh, go I to like- the nicer <laughs> spots. I think the evacuation is a better, better thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that is that the best way to go fictionally? Is they they get evacuated to a they, higher area? They make all of the the people in the lowest bubble evacuate into like the the school gyms of all of yeah. the of the next level bubble, and they all have to like sleep in their like sardines. So it's not exactly luxury. That's like a yeah, super it, shitty festival. This well, sucks. Well, <laughs> well that's what happens after like, the festival. Yeah, the yeah. festival yeah. is like the hurrah before the nonsense. Yeah, it's like oh you. The city's way of being like, sorry, you have to fucking deal with this. Here's ah, this nice yeah. festival, love, and then like that. we're putting you up in a shitty hotel for a week. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Just give them all masks. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gas mask. Yeah, so there, there's like, um, we've already established that there's like different levels of like hierarchical bubbles based on your wealth kind of right, a thing. Right, yeah. Um, there's probably a bunch of middle levels that essentially become C level. Like if you're like middle class, the highest right. the highest the plume goes or the highest known area the plume goes to is like the C level of these middle class bubbles. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Kylie. <laughs> so funny. I don't remember <laughs> it. How this was like two years ago. It was a while ago. It was yeah. so long ago. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, that, that doesn't really affect us. That we can just leave once they do the maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. And leave yeah. them to deal with Pythia on, all on their lonesomes? Yes. We're not dealing with Pythia. So <laughs> they're going to be evacuated anyways. I would say, according to, you know, Paloma, the precog that we talked to, I think we're exclusively going to be the ones dealing with Pythia. Mm, right, that's right, right. Probably but true, yeah. I think it, when once we have something that's better than throwing sand at it, <laughs> I think then. <laughs> We'll then be right. we can deal with Pythia. Which is why we should now really focus on selling this mech. Yeah, let's go sell this mech. All right, so where is the museum? So you guys get to the next bubble that has, uh, or you get up to the top bubble that has this really fancy looking, um, almost kind of like Coliseum looking museum Ooh, type cool. structure here. And it's like very pristine and clean. That's the only thing that's in this bubble is this oh. super cool, pristine museum. It, this isn't like one where where like rich people live in. It's kind of like where they're preserving everything because the smog or the the plume rolls into the lower fields. So all of those museums are just kind of like here's cool things or like science museums. Like here's statues of fake dinosaurs and stuff like that. Um, but this museum up top is like the high art, the fancy shit. Ah, so like this is gonna have the authentic goods. Yeah. So this is a whole bubble. For like the fancy museums, why don't they evacuate people here? They could. I mean, I they, they might. They, they, they just they... evacuate people to the higher bubbles. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah okay. wherever wherever they can fit. I was like, I oh, just put a hundred people in this gymnasium. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's uh boop 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 boop. We're in the museum. Whoa. This is entirely on you, Mohan, to make a contact, find a contact, smooth them. This is like the whole thing you set your character up for. Hey, it all you been people. Twenty four hours yet. No, but you can still make like a contact and. Oh yeah, I mean I can just talk. Make a friend. Yeah, you can. You can. You can roll for it rather than waiting the twenty four hours and just automatically having it. Like I, I'm gonna put on my glasses. Do I have glasses? 
Probably not. <laughs> I wanted like cool. Do you, do you need glasses? <laughs> I, I just, just cool will gl- some into existence. <laughs> yeah, like some cool like that metal seems like frame. a waste of the sense the need. <laughs> it would just help. It would look cool. Like I feel like you can't sell art if you're not wearing glasses. Astrid walks outside to one of those uh, fishy street vendors like they have in all cities. Yeah, but this is like the most pristine area. You would have to go back down the tram. Uh, That was like a three-hour tram. It was crazy. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. um, Maybe button up your vest. I'll button it one lower. Well, since it was hanging open before. (laughs) Wait, it's a zipper vest. We're wearing our suits. Yeah, you guys are wearing your suits. Oh, yeah, we're still wearing our suits. Yeah, we're wearing our suits. Go, go, Paradise Rangers. All right, I'm just going to walk in. We're walking, and we'll go to the front desk, and then I'll I'll ask, uh, uh, excuse me. Yes. Um, So we are some pirates. All right. Please do not steal (laughs) while on our premises. Actually, no, uh, I'm here to sell something. If uh, I could talk to your purchasing department. Mm, sell something, you say? Yes, mm. I have something. I what have you be... picked up in the depths of space? Well, are you the person I should be talking to about it? Well, I do like to know of the goods before I go get the people who will make the final money decision. It is my curated museum, after all. Well, I've got something I think you'd really like. Mm, oh, yeah? Yeah, you know that uh, breaking news there? Yes, what of it? I got one of them. Excuse me? It's not going to destroy things. It's not yeah. active. It's, not, it's, it's, it's deactivated, but I got one of them. Whole wow. and intact. This is very interesting. We may have to send an appraiser to go check that out. Yeah, you could, yeah. It weighs a fuck ton. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> it, it, it is a, a, a light mech. Yeah, yep. it's in beautiful condition. Take a look at it. Let me know what you think. Hmm... I'll show them pictures. Yeah, we had, we took a drone, yeah, three sixty. It's yeah. a, a very high a value like production. Yeah, <laughs> fireworks go off. And uh, <laughs> how much are you looking for something like this? Well, um, this is just preliminary Shit, we talking. We should have gone to the oh, library yeah. and researched how expensive how how much these things are worth. Well, I, I, we, I don't think we'd be able to find that. Like, I'm gonna Maybe. let me take a browse around your library. What uh, what do, what do you have here? What do you what is what is this library focused Sir, on? Sir, this is a museum. Oh, museum, museum, museum. Do you have a, a statue um, area that'd we be have... large enough to hold this? Oh, yes, we do. We have plenty of large statues of ancient gods or old uh, old buildings even inside of this museum. Wow. Okay. All right, so this would be a negotiation right since we're talking about money now. Talking about money. All right. Um how does 3.5 million gorp sound to you? 13. <laughs> oh, well, that does seem possibly like a good price once we go appraise it. But I will have to find out from my financial benefactors whether or not we have that kind of gorp to sling around. Yes, we'll be here uh, up until the festival. Feel free to take a look at it. I'll check my schedule and see the next time the appraisers are going to be around, and I'll get back to you. Do you have contact information? Yes. Oh, yes. Very good. A a nice purple card that has a QR code on it. (laughs) (laughs) That takes you to Halfwit Hit? uh, Halfwit Podcast. Halfwit Podcast, that's it. Visit halfwaypodcast.com. Jesus no. Christ. Um, I can do freaking mid-roll ads for our own <laughs> damn show. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yes, here you go. I'll just give them our contact information. Join our Spiscord. 
What is this? <laughs> the adventure zone? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mm, very well, very well. I, I will send you a message so that you know the num- the that the call is coming from me. Thanks. It's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. I hope uh, I hope that th- this works out well. Me too. This would be a very unique addition to my collection. Hmm. And uh, you know, I'd like to talk art with you some more some other time. Here's where I'm staying. <laughs> give him a piece of paper with my. What are hotel. you trying to accomplish for that? He wants to. Yeah, you're gonna. He wants to canonically fuck. Yeah, you, you want to roll something to be able to to sling that by. All right. Uh, oh. Uh. Oh wait a minute. I have a foci that says fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wow. get that off the same table that was poop your pants for Kamala? Yeah. I rolled a twelve plus three. Oh god. Fifteen plus two is seventeen. Oh my god. <laughs> my god. They did not resist these charms well. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. That is quite the nice hotel you're staying at. <laughs> Man, I'd, have, I'd like to have quite the nice guest, too. <laughs> let's go. Oh. All right. Let's go, crew. Can we at least like poke around the, live, the museum a little bit? Yeah, that's what I mean. We're, okay, let's yeah, go yeah. tour Great. the museum now. Yeah, what do you guys want to see in the museum? Like, What sections would you be interested in going to? Kamala would be interested if there's anything from Suday on here. Sure. What kind of stuff would you want to find? We'll, we'll just say that what you want to see is kind of here, as long as it's not like game breaking. Robots. Oh, like, like AIs. Like big robots. Robot. <laughs> like Terminator esque robots. Yes. You do find some wreckage or like an arm or something of one of these that's kind of uh, stationed into like a mannequin with a bunch of other pieces. It's it's clear that some of them are recreation and some of them are real. It, on the little placard, it'll say uh, something about the first attempt at AI that went rogue and has been shut down. Mm. So it's like the first model of a, of a rogue AI. <laughs> or I think they call them VI in stars of the number, virtual intelligences. They just made it rogue? Uh, no, it, it's a first virtual intelligence like frame. Oh, and, and then, then it, went, it rogue. went rogue. Okay. Ah. And, I, I thought, and this I thought, model has like, been yeah. shut down from production sense, which is why it's in a fancy museum. Oh, okay. Um, I think I want to know, I want to see if there's anything about, like, the history of this this festival that's coming up. Sure, there is an entire, like, naval section. It's not, like, history of the festival, because that would be too gaudy for some, for that's a museum fair, yeah. of this, like, stature. But, like, what they do have is, like, an old ship that they had, that, that like, used to belong to some crew that would do this all the time and go hunting the Thofrids. Um, it's like the the ship that like killed the most Thofrids, or like the original ship that went out and oh. hunted the Thofrids, so that they didn't have to hide from them. Like when they first built the dome and all that stuff. What kind of weapons did they use? Some of the oldest weapons are just like harpoons and stuff. Oh, okay. Whaling things, or like they're they're harpoons that have um, vibra edges and stuff like that, so they can cut easier. But it's very reminiscent of like what we in in our real life would consider like whalers. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And actually, give give me a notice. Nine. <clears throat> Nine mixed success. There is an old map that is in here that you find, and it shows that there are a bunch of like natural islands that actually float on the on on the plume. Okay, um, I take a picture of this map. So no flash photography. 
But yeah, I take a picture of that so that we have we have that map. So while we're we're hunting, we can get some. We might have some pit stops. I don't know. Yeah, nice. And like in in the exhibit around the map, you see like some pictures of people visiting those places. And there's one of these islands that is floating above the plume that actually has like real water, like kind of like a lagoon. And it looks like a bunch of people go there to like party and stuff. Guys, party island take two. Fire island. This could be beach episode if you want. Whoa. Ooh, beach episode. And then the batty land starts tanning. <laughs> okay, uh, I want to I want to go to the um, music section, music history. They have like instruments and stuff. Yeah, so they you go there and there's a bunch of different instruments. Is there any like specific stuff that you're looking for? Yeah, I guess um I want to know um can you show me I want to know. know about the people like you. <laughs> yeah, there's people like me. Uh there are not many Tahari here. Yeah. No, I I want to know um even fewer catlings. Mm-hmm. Like I guess just what is the standard like what is their like their classical sound? Like what is their classical instruments? Uh, their classical instruments are things like lutes and drums and stuff like that. So like it's a it's a very big like percussion culture here. Okay. Um, it's either it's either percussion or like stringed instrument. There's no like brass or anything like that. It's yeah. it's very uh, not like tribal, but you know like older style things. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why our uh, performance works so well, huh, crew? All right, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah museum. Right. Yeah, We're and good. actually, you'll see that the reason why it's a lot of um, like drums and stuff is, uh, and like some stringed instruments is that a lot of the like music there'll be like some music score around that you can look at. You probably know enough about music. You're a performer. That's that's fine. There's music around, and you look at some of the old like sheet music and stuff like that, and they are very much styled like working songs or sea shanties. <gasps> I love it. Is that just because they? Float around of the gas, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, That's like, like th- this is you guys wanted pirate, and you picked Nick. a place that kind of has like a pirate like culture. Hell okay. yeah, yeah. And we found and the tortuga of uh, yeah, and they're the, they're friendly the, towards pirates. Galaxy. Like they're you know they're they're neutral. They don't want you pirating stuff from them, but they're not going to turn away pirates. Right. They have a lot of not industry, but like there's a lot of reason to like explore out on the plume. It's just the plume is more lethal than water normally. Yeah. Like you're going to want a vac suit if you go under the plume. Not you know you're not, you can't just like swim in it. Yeah. Cool. But there are, like, what uh, Astrid saw, there are some, like, islands that kind of naturally float along the plume that do have, like, water and lagoons and stuff like that that just kind of runs off the edge of the islands down into the plume. That's really cool. Do you immediately die if you're in the plume? Or is it, like, you kind of, like, suffocate? You get sick, and then you get paralyzed, and then you drown, I guess is a better word for it. But how long does that take? Like, five minutes, ten minutes? Only a few minutes, maybe five tops. Mm. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. So if we have to get rid of someone, we know where just to go. Just drop them <laughs> off the plume. <laughs> I'm just thinking because, like, if let's let's say shit hits the fan, how how long do we have? Clearly, not long. No, not long at all. Huh. All right. Hmm. Well, we had a fun time at the museum. We have a potential buyer. Now what? Oh, did um scavenger ever respond? Let me check my email. Sure, and you, you got an email that's like, that's real cool and all, but if I took that, I would look a lot like the hypostasis. Uh, they brought a lot of stuff back like that, and, you know, they're kind of a stain on ingenuity, and I don't really want to want to start that shit again. 
darn. Good, good find, though. Very good find. Very cool. Uh, don't bring it back to the AGF. They will, <laughs> they will tease you mercilessly. Oh, no. So when we... <laughs> There's kind of like conspiracy theory shit around these things. So when fucking P- Pythia chases us down and like tries to murder us on the AGF, we can just scream, I told you so, as we're running away. You can probably fetch a pretty penny for that, though. Someone will buy that, but we, we got a history with stuff that looks like that. Yeah, it's really, this Fair email enough. is so weird. It's like it's, like it's talking to <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I got a precog with me. That's why it sounds so funny. <laughs> wow, this is incredible. There we go. <laughs> you all don't got a precog. You should get a precog. We Do got we? one. Are you a precog? Hey. Oh. You dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> K, you have K Asino on your ship. Jesus. Yeah. He's a pilot. Wow. He's been uh, good Making for him. For good for K. He's been looking for a crew for a long time. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Say, say thank you to the nice man and let's continue on our way. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I guess I don't have to even email him back. No, all right. Not. Thanks. Thanks for the info. Uh, if we can't sell it here, then uh, we'll just donate it to the AGF and then say it's uh, under, from you. <laughs> Wait. No. Okay. <laughs> Hey, if you're in the- <laughs> you, you get a, you get a little uh, like response message again, uh, whether or not you look at it. But this will be what it says whenever you look at it. Is like if you're if you're in the competition, then be on the lookout for our ships. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah, you'll help us. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Sure. We'll help you. Smiley face. <laughs> Sabotage a ship. Well. Anyway. All right. Um. Now what, guys? Well, we have so we have a potential buyer. Mm-hmm. We might get murdered by a deep space mech alien. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At any point in time. So. <laughs> we also might get murdered by a fellow pirate at any point in time. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So things are looking pretty good on this planet. Yay! <laughs> Should we get maybe a gas masks or something? <laughs> well, we have our suits. we have our vac suits. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm assuming you have one. Yeah, I mean we all have vac yeah. suits. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. All right, so let's. Should we just go grab that and then go back to the hotel, sleep, with the vac suits, put the vac suits on? Yeah, just like permanently wear them. Yeah, because I mean I just have a feeling. <laughs> and then I got a feeling. Tomorrow you will know who to contact for a job. Yes, because you'll have 24 hours. And cheese. Yeah, because we sent Rasmus and Holy Shield to uh, go ask around and see if uh, they could find anything out. So I think they'll tomorrow they'll know. Yeah. That's good. You'll get a response back from the museum person saying that their their appraiser actually does have an opening in a few days. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So we can go to bed. We can time skip a few days later to the appraiser. So that way you're closer to the festival too. Yeah, okay. that sounds good. And I canonically fucked. You want to canonically fuck? Roll a percentage die to see how well you did. Ooh. We did make Astrid uh, also do this. That's true. We did. What is it? That's <laughs> a 10. <laughs> so it's a that, that's an 11. Uh, no, it's 101. 101. You're, no. you're, you're rusty. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, it was my first time. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get better. That's right. Wait a minute. Can I add my perform to that? No. Nope. <laughs> my charisma. Your work. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying that your performance was already good enough to make that happen. 
Now you got to follow through. Now you got to follow through. This, that was the follow through. How good did you do? Yeah. I have a way with words, but my mouth don't work Add right. Add your stab. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's just out of character do the deal with the mech. So they are going to come and appraise it. And they're, you, you guys said uh, 3 million Gorp? 3.5. 3.5 million Gorp. They're going to say uh, 1 million Gorp. So you'll have to give a roll to convince them of higher. Okay. Negotiate. Um, I'll tell them three. So that's 10 plus talk, 13. That's a 15. That's a three. That was, they failed. Um, so they're going to look at it and be like, what, what did you lower down to? Three? Three. Yeah. Two million. No way. He jumped a whole million for you, even though you only went down uh, 500. That's what I'm considering a failure. Right. But he also offered two and a half less than I what I even said. Yep. So he jumped up. I'll say 2.8. Final offer. Mm, yeah. Six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Christ. <laughs> uh, so the the negotiator, the appraiser person is uh, sweating a little bit and they look over at the buddy that you didn't have a super great sex time with. <laughs> um, See, this is why you should have waited. But, but it's fine. But it, it's only a minus one to your result, which is still a full success. Yeah. Um, so they're like, uh, he, I, I guess we can afford it. We haven't bought anything in a while. So it was 2.8, you said? Yeah. Should we, uh, hold on, give me one second, and then I'll do mine. Do you guys want to take two and then just 800 later? We can, like, just Venmo us in installments, or do you guys want to just take the 2.8? Take it all. We could take 3.2 offer and offer them installments. Do you think that would work? Ah, just take it all. No, all right. I just no. take the 2.8. Okay. Uh, carry on. <laughs> so we have a deal? Yes. Shake. But, and we shake on it. New ship. And New you guys ship. now have uh, 2.8. Or I guess you have 2.9 Wow, million gore <laughs> in one fell swoop. So you guys get your money from selling that ancient, and you see, you you look around on Pilokoshi to see if there's any ship docks that you can possibly get upgrades at, when you notice a familiarly grungy-looking oh, no. one, but there's something off about it. It says... Funkle Funguses next <laughs> shop, an offshoot of Grandma Moldy's repair. <laughs> and you guys go and upgrade your ship and uh, what did you guys do? So we sold our sand thrower, right? Yep. And we upgraded to a Rod thrower? A fractal <laughs> impact charge. The fractal impact charge. That sounds really cool. So we sold, and then we... Well, we well, you upgraded. upgraded our ship yep. first off. Right, 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 yeah. To a patrol boat. That, sound, that sounds Which sounds like smaller. a downgrade, yeah. honestly. From a shuttle? Shuttle yeah. sounds very small. A patrol well, boat sounds like a dinghy. Yeah, a shuttle at least like, sounds like a When, I, like when a you boat. say patrol boat, I, I think of like... The, like the plastic. Coast Guard, like in their like, I think like that. It's like that yeah, yeah, like, yeah, shell yeah. over it. Okay, so let's say that you, we'll say you upgraded from a fighter class ship to a frigate class ship, I and like, that yeah. sounds way better, much yes. better. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, I like that much better. Patrol Come on, boat. Kevin Crawford, what the hell are you thinking? Calling it a patrol boat, Come or at least like call it a patrol ship. Yeah, a patrol paddle boat. 
Paddling through space. So anyways. We, anyway. <laughs> so we upgraded. We yep. got a big old, big old ship now. Yep. Um, we also got two anonymous crew members who three. will be joining. Three, three anonymous crew members yep, <laughs> will who will be joining us. It's going to be. Yep. Uh, They're just like permanent fixtures on the ship. Yeah. It's, it's Hentry, Hentrietta, and <laughs> Henchethin. There we go. Great, 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 great. <laughs> I love them. They're yeah. very near and dear to my heart. I'm writing this down. <laughs> They're all engineers that uh, help K pilot when you guys aren't on the ship. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because of my henchkeeper level two, um, I actually am allowed to get high spec NPCs. Um, yeah. They're not just some randos. Yeah. Hench- henchkeeper level one only allows you to get like Aladdin scum. <laughs> what? Riffraff? Riffraff. <laughs> Street rat. <laughs> We've said that too many times on this show already. I don't know if I've cut it any times, but... What, Riff Raff? Yeah, street we've rat? said Riff Raff, Raff Street Rat a Re- few rat. times. <laughs> Re- rat. Anyway, yeah, so we got your three your three henches, the mm-hmm. hench tw- triplets, mm-hmm. and then we also got boarding tubes. 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 Oh, did, so we got we were able to get those? Yes, we yeah. were able to get those. Um, So we got boarding tubes, which will allow us to board incapacitated ships in space, um, without, you know, having to spacewalk. And then we also got the a sensor mask, which will disguise our um, footprint or something like that, whatever it is, from a distance so that we don't get noticed on, like, radar. Yeah, when you get picked like, up on sensors, yeah. you can choose to be any class of ship that you want with any ID tags that you want, which uh, Kamala will definitely be able to program her way into figuring out what the appropriate ID tags are for the sector. Or for the stellar system, I should say. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then hopefully we can avoid, you know, uh, police boat. Thing. Yeah, getting yourselves in yep. trouble. Oops. Yep. Oops. So the, yeah, those are our ship. Somewhere in the distance, Radko just like clutches his heart and he's like, I feel nice inside. Something good just happened. <laughs> he's sanguine. <laughs> sanguish. Sanguicious right now. <laughs> I feel very sanguicious right now. I hope my my little charges are doing well. Let's go wreak havoc. <laughs> and the time that it takes for your ship to get upgraded, so now the Paradise has a nice shiny new hull, nice and big-like, big and big-like. And the time it takes leads you up to the beginning of this festival, which is to go explore the open plume and hunt some big old worm creatures that terrorize the domes of Pilokoshi. Cool. Cool. So before we actually like set out for this, I think that it might be beneficial for us to go to either like the library or something just so that we can find out more about these creatures and like any weaknesses or like the most effective way to hunt them. Let's just say that you've already essentially done that by oh, okay, going to yeah. the museum and seeing oh, okay. how people have hunted them in the past. Yeah, and That's true. I did ask to see that. Yep. And the information that you got from that is part of the reason why it's like a big festival and kind of hard to contain is after you do a population control, they tend to, they don't exist as like a, a tribe or a group anymore. They, they kind of become individual separated mm. until they can reform a nest. So no one knows where the nest is of the Thophids are every okay. year. It's it just kind of reforms and there's there's like a few different nests and stuff. You just kinda they just pay you for how many you bring yeah. back because they're looking to control the population of them. So basically if you kill enough of them they'll kind of all run away for a bit and then And they're a lot less aggressive is what okay. the like concierge person told you or mm, whatever okay, cool, the cool, customs cool. officer told you is that they they hold this festival to reduce the aggression because when they don't have large masses of these giant whale-like worms. They're not aggressive. Okay, cool. Two questions. 
How are we going to get the bodies after we kill them? Put them in our cargo hold. Right. How? We're going to be in a sea of poisonous gas. Yeah, they when they die, they float. Oh, good. All right, but we don't have a tractor beam. Like, how are we? We have our little claw thingy. Oh, okay. Do we? All right, all right. And then two, how much do they weigh? How much space <laughs> are they going to take in our cargo? Well, you now have a new cargo. I was say, we now have more space. Yes. Yeah, you can hold 200 tons now. Woohoo. And a worm is? Probably not 200 tons. I don't know. Let's see how much a whale weighs. Oh, God. We can fit half a whale. I think a whale. whale weighs two tons. Depends yeah, what Yeah, something like that. So you guys can fit, uh, we'll say we have uh, orca-sized thophids, which are four tons. Then the next largest is the like humpback whale-sized, which is 30 tons. And then the biggest size that you can grab are like the the most dangerous ones are 150 tons which is almost all of your cargo yeah but could be big reward for eliminating a super big guy that could do the most damage to these domes and we could also die trying so i don't think so I don't want to put that evil on us. So. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying it like I see it. I'm just gonna We're say going into death mist. Hey, Kay, do you remember that time that you told us that not no one has ever died during the festival? Yeah, not a single person has ever hey, died. Stop during- it! Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. even worse. Yeah, we're like, it's never like you, that was your logic with the domes. It's yeah. like the yeah. domes have never come down, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, that is the most ominous thing I've ever heard, it's except different. for this. It's different because you said it. If I'm saying it, it's safe. But if the GM is saying it, it's dangerous. Yeah, well, you asked the GM's character. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. we'll say some people have died. Probably. Just some. I mean, yeah. It's been going on for centuries. People die whaling all the time, so yeah. I would assume. Yeah. It's been going on for a long time. Kamala. What? <laughs> You're going to die. What did you say? What? Yep. <laughs> Mohan, why are you picking on Kamala so much what today? Sacrificing you to the worms. Sorry. I don't... Virgin. <laughs> wow, you get laid once and you're acting like this. <laughs> I hold my teacup in the air. It wasn't even a good lay. Yeah, oh! you're just shitty. <laughs> I'm going to use my sense the need on that one <laughs> to just know that it was a bad lay. <laughs> it doesn't matter, okay? It still happened. I will leak your nudes. No! <laughs> Only if I can get money from it. No. Explicitly For to free, free. sites. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, all right. All right, so are we just like gathered in? You guys are now at the start of the festival, getting ready to launch with all of the other ships. You are outside of the dome and just essentially floating, like because this gas is like a really dense gas that doesn't behave exactly like space. You guys oh, okay. do; it, it behaves a lot like water, but people don't typically like just fly around under it. It's like it gets denser as it goes closer to oh. the the bottom. So there's there's an area where you guys can be underneath the surface of the plume. But you can't just like dive down forever, which is part of the reason why they have a hard time getting rid of these nests entirely. Because they're probably closer to the bottom. Right. They believe that they, they live further down. So we're just on the ship? Yeah, so you're just on the ship, and there's like a whole bunch of fanfare going on, and there's a whole bunch of other ships lined up. You can see like kind of far down that there's another like frigate class ship of the like scavenger is like down there. Okay. You need to message the scavenger and tell him that we sold the mech to the museum here, so don't fuck with us during this thing. Yeah, uh, Kamala, can you open <laughs> up comms to scavenger? Beep, beep. Hello? Hey, scavenger. Yeah, what we, do you want? We sold, we sold our, our mech. 
Good, uh, good. Get rid of that thing so fast. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, so... I see you got some shiny new digs over there. Yeah. So, uh, let's let's be peaceful about this whole experience. Where, where, Which way are you guys headed? We're going to head out this way. And he kind of, like, gives you, like, a coordinate on, on like, a, on your compads. Yeah. Uh, if you run into any trouble with some, you know, no goods over here, I guess we can maybe help you out. But, uh, let's... Let's keep the competition friendly and all. You know, we're diff- from different spirals. Okay, yeah. Um, should we be on the lookout for anybody? Is there anybody that you think is hostile towards us since we're all essentially the one big pirate crew? Yeah, I mean, there's maybe a few government ships participating, but for the most part, they kind of lay off. It is uh, Pilot Koshi. They're pretty known for accepting the pirates. It's kind of a nice little haven. Okay, cool. All right. But if you do get into trouble, just give me... Give me a call. I might be able to to dissuade a few people from going after you as the newbies. Okay, excellent. All right, thanks. All right, see ya. Beep, yeah. beep. Thanks, Kamala. <laughs> Good. Now he's not going to try and sneak attack us. Right. <laughs> so now what I was going to say is, uh, well, at first I was going to suggest that we go into the opposite direction of wherever he was going, but if he's going to help us, maybe we should just go at like a 45-degree angle from yeah. wherever he goes. Yeah. yeah, I think that we should be within rescue distance if need be. Yeah. Now, Astrid, the map that you took a picture of, mm-hmm. where is where are the worm infestation locations in relation to where we are? Is it going to be anywhere near where we're going? There aren't any of those. It's actually the map of just like previous routes routes that people have taken along the surface and okay. like locations of of different islands that they've used to kind of stop off on and like hang out like during this week-long festival. Oh, yeah, it is a week-long. Yeah, I it's, forgot about that. It's, yeah. it's not like one one day and done. It's like you, you guys are going to be out on the ocean or the, the plume for a long time. So okay. they, there's these different islands that people have found that they're not like protected by bubbles or anything. They're just naturally formed uh, islands and areas and uh, they tend to be hangouts during this festival where people kind of like go and dock at night while they wait to try and find more nests. So... When there are like plume non safe times. Yeah, they're like plunamis. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> sure, there's plunamis. What? <laughs> do people stay out the whole week or do they like go back into the bubble because there are like episodes of. No, they stay out the whole week because of these like island maps that you found are actually naturally occurring and tend to float above the plume. Like, they, they actually rest these, whatever these islands are made of, actually rest on the plume. Let's go get some worms. Yay! Yeah. Hell right. yeah. Wait, should we spend the first, like, day or two just looking for nests or just straight up attacking worms as soon as we see Attacking them? worms. Okay. Any other ship that we encounter, we're going we're gonna to take a friendly approach, but we will definitely always shoot first. How does everybody feel about that? Ask questions first, but shoot first, too. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Bam! Yeah. <laughs> What Don't if, even give them time to answer. What would you have for lunch? They're a bigger ship than us. Like, not attack. We should not. Attack. We should. Okay. We should just kind of play it safe and like if people seem hostile, right. Then well, that's the time to be like, okay. What that's what I'm doing? saying. I'm just saying like we should definitely be on our guard. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that we yes. shouldn't approach people like, oh, hey, hey yeah, hey, f- hello, friend. If you yes. want, I can you know perceive. Around me, I, I've I've kind of got that, that going all good, the time. We can yes. just try to avoid. Uh, we can just try and avoid a, yeah. other ships. And okay. if uh, I don't notice one for whatever reason, I'm sure Kamala can bring up uh, communications with them and try and dissuade it before that happens. I mean, we also got our our new um, sensor 
disruptor, our sensor mask. Yeah. Yeah. We, we could pretend to not even be a ship in the competition. That's if true. Any, that seems like cheating. <laughs> if any ships become disabled during this competition, we should immediately go to that ship. And loot it? Yeah, take their cargo, but also like save their life. Oh, okay, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a fair price. I've seen people do that before where it's like, oh, you're, you know, you're having issues because the worms bought you. Well, uh, we're going to take all your worms, but we'll, we'll, tu- you. we'll tug your ship around. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a good tugging. Let's go. All right. <laughs> all right, Mohan. So the, the way we're going to do this is, Asteroid, because you saw all the different locations, you can kind of pick out like, oh, I saw on the map that there was like a grotto over here or that there's a little island over here. Or okay. it seems like a lot of people tend to start in this area. So maybe we don't or okay, any, anything yeah. like that. You can say that because you're the one who had the information on you, you took the picture. Okay. Um, Mohan, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be doing like we've done with some of the other kind of like running encounter type things where you're going to roll your lead to lead you guys to the areas that Astrid's saying. Right. And then based on that, we'll do like if it's a failure or success or whatever, we'll decide what happens. Kamala, you can be, what do you want? What do you want to do, Kamala? You can, you can do kind of anything like programming isn't a huge part in this exploration. Can I shoot the worm? <laughs> yeah, sure. You can like take up the the new guns and like uh, maybe like Rasmus like kind of shows you like how to shoot them. Like he has some experience with. Actually, he wouldn't have experience with it because he's on no, the. No, yeah. He he was a kid like you guys were. So uh, I guess you and Rasmus can like tag team on the guns. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh yeah. And Halashiel will just feed us snacks. Yeah, he'll just keep you you snacked the whole time. Kay will will do the piloting. And our uh, hench triplets will just. Well, they, they help Kay run the ship. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah, yes, so yes. They're, they're essentially engineers that go down and manage they're the... They're Scotty. Yeah, they, they <laughs> kind of manage the fuel reserves, make sure everything is running as expected, and they're the people who do the preps for when we do spike drills out of places. Cool. And they, they do the dishes. Yeah. And they yes. do the dishes. You they, guys don't do chores no more. Nope. They, yeah. they play a lot of Minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, so I'll lead. Lead us to some worms? Is that uh, what have, have Astrid... Oh. Pick out a location first. What Astrid. kind of what kind of location are you going for? I think we're gonna. I think we should aim for something close by to one of the smaller islands, but away from like where the like majority of uh, ships start out. Yeah, that makes sense. We should definitely not go to like the most populated areas. Yeah, we'll I think that would be helpful. Yeah, especially as our first. Yeah. Festival. What's this uh, smaller island look like? This little island kind of looks like you know in nature documentaries when they're monitoring like endangered birds in like the British Isles and there's this these like kind of rocky outcroppings of islands but they're big and they're just grass in like small hills it's that okay hmm. so Astrid you you are guiding them towards that location uh, Mohan give a lead to see how well you guys get there tally ho 12 <laughs> plus, nice plus uh what's your lead my lead is 214 wow Woo! nice <laughs> nice start so you guys get right to this island and uh you guys park up and Kay is going to do a roll make sure that there's no one else around and there isn't anyone else around so you guys are good and you guys are going to start fishing for worms oh it does occur to me that maybe we should have gotten like, I'll use perform or something squid perform we got rid yeah. of the squid <laughs> actually they are like uh, aggressive that's why they're being like culled at this point yeah. so like maybe having you know loud noise and everything 
is a thing that can draw them. We'll say that that happens. Well, you know what? You know. You also try like reflecting water or like reflecting the sun into the water. The plume. Or, yeah, yeah. Or the plume to like rile them up, maybe. Do you guys have work? No. No, none of us have work. No. We could still roll for it. Yeah. Yeah, you can still roll for it. Poorly. What about like strength or something? Dexterity. I have strength. Yeah. Because I'm thinking if I perform, I could play a song because like fish, I don't know, music. I actually know a song if you want to do that. Yeah. So you guys are going to do your work and then I'll, I'll let you, you know, however you guys are doing work, I'll let you pick like an attribute to assign to that so that you can essentially cancel out the negative. Yeah. So you guys can fish. Me and Kay will perform. Yeah. Oh. Every, everybody can actually perform. Under oh. the gas. Because I actually wrote a sea shanty. Ah! Yay! This is one that uh, my parents used to sing to me. Like, my moms would sing to me whenever uh, we would go out and talk about exploring and stuff. So I'm going to sing two lines, and then you guys need to repeat the lines, uh, or say say the lines afterwards. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. That's difficult. Send, I, it yeah, yeah. Send, send it to me in the chat so I can read it. Yeah, please. Okay. I don't. You said two words, and I was like, it's gone. There were too many S's in it for me to follow. I like it. I just need to read it. You have a lovely voice, Kai. Oh, no. We're in danger. So Kay uh, goes about starting to teach you this song, and uh, now you are all ready to perform and work and do all your stuff. And uh, here we go. Come, young starfarers, gather in place. Let's sing us a song of the beasts in space. Then Then spike spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. First come the Klarna with belly of shell. So calmly they float, but that's when they fell. Then Then spike spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Next come the mulgar with a tongue of gold. With a flick and a flitter, they'll make you feel old. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Then come the sovu with a spiraling horn. So sharply they dance, but get close and you're shorn. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. And then you feel a huge rush on the bottom of the ship as you guys are hit by what you can only assume to be the worms that you're chasing. God, it works. Good, good, it works. (laughs) It worked perfectly. So uh, with my perform, I rolled a 14. A 14. So you not only did it work uh, perfectly, it may have worked a little too good, and we're going to find out if it's one of the real biggins. Uh-oh. <laughs> we could just be one and done, guys. Could be one and done. <laughs> it is not a real biggin. Damn it. It is one of the medium-sized Thothrids, and you see it as it kind of uh, it hits against the ship and stops you all from doing your work, and you look over into the plume, and you don't see anything. as like the gas is kind of like poof a little bit off of the surface yeah. where you just got hit because it's not like it's not like a crash it's almost like a wave crashing in slow-mo because it's like a gas so it just kind of like floats against your ship and then floats away a little bit <laughs> you end up seeing just a swell of this large uh, creature that you can't quite see yet you see the swell kind of going around the paradise and around it and eventually you feel another rock and you all roll your dexterity to see if you stand upright everyone do a physical save right, That's so, I, so I just have to beat my physical save yep just beat your physical save and you stay upright 
I did. <clears throat> I don't think I that got you a did. natural twenty. <laughs> nice. Kamala got a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> Kamala is not really the seafaring type, it seems. Uh, but Astrid seems to be very <laughs> good at it. Astrid is in her element, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I'm... you were like a nomad, so maybe part of your nomadic oh, hey. like yeah. childhood was on boats. Yeah. I'm on a boat. <laughs> so <laughs> that was just kind of for flavor. Kamala is Kamala falls over. She's not super great <laughs> at the whole sea legs thing yet. The plume legs. The plume legs. Which is funny because her legs have plumes of feathers. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, And you see... Uh, get right up in front of the ship now. It is a large 30-ton version of the Thophids, and they have these eyeless faces with big uh, circular mouths. It's got like a beak in the front that has a bunch of teeth coming off of it, and uh, it also has these weird little grabby arms that now hitch onto your ship as it starts trying to attack the ship. Oh, so God, I don't like that. You guys that. did very well with your hunting, so I'll let you guys do your ship attacks first. So, Kamala, you're on shooting. And I start blasting. <laughs> Blast away. Let's go, Kamala. Do we have That's another stats? one. No. Another one? Oh, no. Good so, Lord. Kamala. Dice like, jail. Dice jail dice for a jail. thousand oh, years. No. <laughs> So, Kamala, you kind of, like, fell off of the gunner's turret when this thing <laughs> came to, to get you, and Rasmus, like, catches you and props you back up into the into the gunner's turret. Um, but now it is the worm's turn to make an attack. Damn it. And it rolled a 13. Does that beat your, arm, your nope. armor class? Nope. Nice. New ship. Because you guys got, like, 16 for an armor class? 14. Your HP is now 25. Your armor is five, and your AC is 16. So this thing does not hit. So it's just kind of like grabbing on to the ship and like shaking it. And now it is your guys' turn again. Or do we all, what do we roll? Do, do we want to do like actual ship combat rules? No, um, no, no, no. No, not really. Ain't yeah. nothing too big or too ornery for us to catch. That's a five. <laughs> and a five is not good <laughs> enough to hit it. Maybe you should try and do something to shake it off the front of the ship so that you have a better chance at hitting it. Kai, move the ship. Hoist the sails. <laughs> drop the anchor. Come on, you starfarers. Don't drop the anchor. Gather yeah. in place. Um, so it's going to attack you guys. And it rolled a nat one. So yeah. uh, I'm going to have it roll a physical save to stay on the ship. Oh, fail. It did not fail. It's still <laughs> grabbing onto the ship. So okay. it like wraps its like body around the ship now. Can we use the grabby claw? to like pinch its eyeballs or something. The claw is um, it's it's a winch so it's like something on the end of a rope. You guys keep calling it like a claw but oh. it's right. not. It, yeah. yeah. Um, so we can't like shoot it? You could. Well, we've been trying. Um Well, I mean, you could you could like use you could like attach the claw somehow. Like Astrid, you could pick it up with your mind. My mind let's oh, yeah. pick up his claw like let's pick up his eyeball. What? We're going to kill it. Anyway, it's going to be like Also, this. I did say it's eyeless. That was the yeah. first oh, thing yeah, I said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I pick up the winch and um, with my my brains, and I launch it into the side, kind of like a fish hook. So I try and, like, while its little stupid mouth is open, I launch it right in there so that it sticks into the side of its mouth and it can't get Cool, and it's, like, on the front of the ship, so you're going to, like, essentially activate the winch and, like, try and pull it yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. All right, roll it. We can still shoot it to you right after. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So roll your, roll your telepathy to make sure that you can, or not telepathy, telekinesis to make sure you can do that. 
That's six damage. Yeah, that's plenty. So you guys, <laughs> Astrid just launches this winch right into the side of the beak of this Thothid. And it is now hooked. And uh, I guess Kay will take a turn to reel it in, which isn't really something he has to roll for. He just hits a button and it starts reeling in. And now I'll let you uh, have essentially advantage on shooting this thing now that you guys have a little bit more control over it. Shoot her! <sighs> I, right, as a captain, maybe. I will make an executive decision. <laughs> maybe. maybe Rasmus should yeah. shoot this. No, come, well, I said you have advantage on this shot. Oh, unless, yeah. unless, you want Ra- unless you want Rasmus to take a second shot. No, shoot. Shoot, Kamala. Oh. You got to get one shot in. <laughs> it's a two again. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want You're Ra- cursing my dice? <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you guys are just too close to this thing to hit it. So I'm just going to say from this point, you guys can, you've missed so much that fictionally it is too close to the ship for you to hit it. But you do have it on a line now. So, Captain, what do you want us to do? We can't hit it this close. We're trying to get it into the hatch, right? Is that where the winch dead. is? We want it dead we in the head. We want hatch. it dead <laughs> first. Right. But if we pull its face close to us, we, could we can all just shoot it, it from inside. No. T- <laughs> or stab it. Or stab it. Because yeah. we, we have no more weapons to kill it with. Oh, wait. Aren't we near an island right now? Yeah. Okay. Can you flo- like fly up and Are then we just gonna beach it? crash into oh, the yeah, sand? Oh, yeah. Just drop yeah. it on the island. I don't have island. to crash. I'm more delicate than that. <laughs> can we just piloting. slam ourselves into the No, just slam. Just go way up and then just like I can. Ret- we can just like retract the winch or release the winch and just let it fall onto the island. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you already got it hooked, so let's let's see if uh, that winch oh. can hold its body. I was thinking, yes, I was thinking we were going to like, just rub ourselves against the rocks and just kill it that way. I like dropping it. Dropping it has a fun flavor. <laughs> I don't know if the, the winch will be able to hold for a drop, but let's. Uh, I like the idea of beaching it. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah that's a big old 14. Nice. For Kay, so he he very deftly lifts it up and uh, delicate delicately uh, makes sure that the winch doesn't snap as he drags <laughs> it onto that close. And you said it was like a one of those like National Geographic bird yeah, uninhabited like, rocky like, islands. I'm literally picturing the like island that we saw when we did the puffin tour. Yeah, <laughs> that was just flat with grass and rocks. <laughs> yep. So you drag it up onto the rocks and it takes some damage as it gets uh, dragged across all of the spikiness of it and it is going to have a hard time moving now but it do- does still have those little arms. Oh god. I so it. it can still try and drag itself back but right now you guys have we'll say that um, you guys get two turns of attacking it out in the open before it can like drag itself back cuz it's so huge and slow. And we can like Use our personal weapons, right? Yep, because like you guys yeah, are okay. on land. Okay. All right. Oh, we cool. all we all came out of the ship. If you'd like yeah. to, because that's that's how you're gonna have to do the like attacking with your personal shit. Yeah, my stab is a one. Yeah. So, new question: How exactly are? How do you want the scenes in this to go? Like, well, after you the- catch something and you like move on, unless you find something like immediately, like there's gonna be some time, and that can be the end of a scene. Okay, okay, so if I use, like, most of my effort per scene here, as long as we don't immediately find another thing, then that'll be, Mm -hmm. like, another scene. Okay, cool. Okay, so we're going to need you all to roll initiative if you're doing your regular attacks. That's a seven plus one. Two. Eight. Six. So, yep, so it is Astrid, then Kamala, then Mohan, then Rasmus, then Kay. So if I were to take out my collapsible... Vibra rapier and 
you know, light it up. That does 1d8 plus 1, but if I were to use my telekinetic manipulation to launch it into it like a spear... What does your uh, telekinetic manipulation normally do for damage? 2d6. So we'll just change it to 2d8 plus 1 for if you're launching your cool, cool sword. Cool, 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 cool. Love it. All right, I'm doing that. And I don't have to roll because it's my telekinetic manipulation. <laughs> yeah, so you... Well, Ooh, 2d8. Uh, no, because... Oh, wait, you want me to roll? Yeah, because you're okay. still using, like, your weapon. Like, I, it's not just, like, That's you're fair. just hucking something. Like, you're trying to do it skillfully, so still roll your roll your, roll your your D20 to, to okay. attack. Okay. It was a seven. It was a seven. Uh, so you just glance it. Like, you're, you're going to do damage. This thing is huge. Okay. Um, it, it has armor, so roll, roll your damage. Eight plus three, nine, ten, eleven... Plus one is 12. 12. Okay, so you hit into this thing, but it has armor, and uh, you notice it doesn't quite take as much damage as you thought it was. Mm-hmm. As you thought it would. So now it is Kamala's turn. Uh, Kamala's going to whip out her sheer rifle and shoot it. This is the first time she's used it. Ooh. I swear to God, if this fucking dice does it. Okay, sweet. Um, 16, 17, 18. That way hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way yeah. hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, 10. Ten, awesome. So it takes more damage. You get a nice shot, and a nice like splat goes into the side of it. Uh, and now it is Mohan's turn. I use my sword, my monoblade sword. Okay, so thirteen plus one is my stab. I don't have anything in death deck, so fourteen. Fourteen does hit. Yeah. Yay. Nice. Okay. Yep. So, so roll your damage. One. Seven. Boom. Took damage. It's still alive? Yeah, this thing's huge. This is a festival. I thought these things were going to be easy to kill. No, <laughs> this isn't even this is the big biggest one. one I know. Yeah, yeah. what the, what the frick? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were just going to be blasting through these worms like all day. <laughs> yeah, so this one, now uh, Rasmus is going. Rasmus got a nine, so that was oh. a bad shot. Uh, but he can, as a warrior, he can make any missed attack hit once per scene. So he's just going to make that hit. Nice. So that is six damage. Nice. And lastly, we have K. Can he shoot it with our ship? <laughs> he gets back he, in. <laughs> he could. He could shoot it with the ship, but uh, it is a miss anyways because he is not good at that stuff. So now it is the worm's turn. It's going to try and bring itself back into its natural habitat because it's getting fucked up here. <laughs> yeah, we're just stabbing it. Shooting. Yeah, and it is having a real rough time getting off of these rocky outcroppings. So it makes some progress here, and it will be able to get out into the ocean next turn, but no. it does not get out this turn. Yay. Okay. So now it is back to Astrid. All right, I'm going to do the same thing again with my launching my sword and sure. slashing it. I rolled another seven. I said it, I said it worked last time. Yep, so. yep. Plus one is 15. And this thing does give up the ghost now. Yes! As you see its little (laughs) arm trying to push itself back into the plume, and the arm just kind of falls under its weight and goes limp. And now you guys can winch it back into the paradise. Yay! And guess guess what? It's already hooked up. We just got to reel it back in. Yep. So you guys have one. Uh, (laughs) Yay, murder. (laughs) So now Kay is going to do a check to make sure that there's no other ships around, and then you guys can pick your next destination. There are no other ships in her- around. Woo-hoo. Did we check if these things are sentient? Did we try talking to that thing? No. Why would we? They are worms. Just because they're worms doesn't mean they don't have thoughts. The next one we encounter, I will try to telepathic contact it and see if uh, there are any thoughts other than eat. Yeah. 
What does this next island look like that you go to? I think the next island is a little bit bigger, um, and it has some, like, vegetation and, like, brush shrubbery and stuff, but it's not, like, it's still a very small island. It's kind of rocky, um, and, like, there's a lot of, like, berry bushes on it. So we can get a snack after. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm always thinking about food. <laughs> you don't want to just make it the party island that you saw? No, I want to save the party island for like when we want to take a break. Okay. Mohan, uh, give me a lead roll to make sure you get there good. Yeah. Seven, eight. Woof. That is mixed success. Are we going to try and get through the song again before another worm shows up? We can give it a shot. Yeah, we could. Do you want me to start again, Mohan? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay. Come, young starfarers, gather in place. Let's sing us a song of the beasts of space. Then, then spike, spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. First come the Klarna with a belly of shell. So calmly they float, but that's when they fell. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Next come the mulger with a tongue of gold. With a flick and a flitter, they'll make you feel old. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Bra, 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 rock, rock, rock the ship. We didn't even make it further because it was a mixed success this time. And this time there's a bunch of little ones all moving all around. And who is taking up the shooting at these little ones? I can't shoot for shit. You gonna make Rasmus do it? Yep. Yes. All right. <laughs> I was gonna say I got like a blank. So Rasmus, whoop, upside down. Rasmus got a twenty-two. Holy yes. crap! So nice. Rasmus is gonna take a, a shot and try and hurt these guys. What is the damage on the? Actually, this is a ship against a small creature, so it is just going to kill one. Yay! Nice. Because that's just like heavy weapon damage. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. This. Yes. Yep. So uh, you hit him, and actually, just for time's sake, because this is a longer game, we'll just say that that hit kind of counts for like the whole pod, because it's like a pod of smaller ones. It's not okay. like a really big one. And you guys reel in. Mohan, or actually Astrid. We'll have Astrid do it since she picked the location. Okay. Give me a D6 roll, and that's how many you pull in. Six, 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 six. Give us our money. I got a <laughs> well, I did say there was multiple, so there is at least two. Okay, so good. So you, you pull in two of the smaller sized uh, ones. Okay, I'm keeping a tally of our 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 haul here. <laughs> All right, Astrid, pick a new location. I think this time let's go towards a slightly larger one, guys. Just tell me at any point if like you think we want to go to the party island and we can just like chillax after we get another one, but maybe after. Yeah, because we're probably like going to be out here for like a week, so. Yeah, so probably after like a bigger struggle, that might be some the fun one to go celebrate or commiserate if we did good or bad. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, yeah, we just kill one more worm and then go go yeah. relax. Yeah. yeah, okay. So let's go to what the island that's closest to the party island. So I think the, like in my brain map of it, like we've done a couple of the smaller islands that are over here. And like, I think the party island's kind of like a bigger one here. So I think how about we go to like another island that's like up up here. Again, it's another kind of like rocky outcropping kind of thing, like more like berry bushes and that type of thing. You see there's a there's a lot of birds nesting on this one. Cool. Um and you go there and Mohan give me a lead, see how well you get there. Oh, we're gonna get there so well. Six plus two is a seven, eight plus two is a nine ten. Perfect. A complete success. Oh, so let's sing our song. Sing. Sing a song. Ready? 
gotta scroll back up to the top. Hang on. Let's do it with more energy this time. Maybe we'll make it all the way through if we can. <laughs> Ready? I believe yep. us. Come, young starfarers, gather in place. Let's sing us a song of the beast in space. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. First come the Klarna with a belly of shell. So calmly they float, but that's when they fell. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Next come the Mulgar with a tongue of gold. With a flick and a flitter, they make you feel old. Then spike your ship, stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Then come the Sovu with a spiraling horn. So sharply they dance, but get close in your shorn. Then spike your ship, stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Then come the Fimphos with a face of pink. With a hop and a hobble, they'll bring you to the brink. Then spike your ship, stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. And you get hit by some wormies. And we're going to roll to find out how big the wormies are. The biggest worm. Oh, it is the biggest worm. Oh, frick. No. I got to pee right before. Okay. This is going to be tough. 30. And eight. So we we still have room for, for it before we have to go we turn them in. Do we deposit worms at the end of each day? No. So what you guys do is you kind of like go to like the the whatever, uh, wherever you like decide to camp out. You just kind of like make that a base for the whole time of the festival. Okay. And you just keep like dropping them there. And then someone comes along and counts the carcasses and pays you. Okay. Oh, okay. So like we can set up like a little like tent and like plant like our flag, essentially, yep. so that it's marked as ours. I mean, so then what we need What stops other people from yeah. stealing them, though? <laughs> Wait, so we can just be stealing people's loot? You could be. Okay. I, I did <laughs> think of that earlier, right? And see, <laughs> I was like, we could maybe just later them. we should do that, and like we should leave like Rasmus and our hench people or something to guard our camp, so people don't steal our things. Mm-hmm. Okay, crew. <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> die. Um. <laughs> I mean, we haven't lost any life. No. That's no, great. That's true. So yeah. you you guys think that this is just like a, a normal sized one, and God then you and then and you then realize, <laughs> and then you realize that while its face looks like it's about the same size, it's probably like two or three times the length of your ship. Woof! That's its tongue. <laughs> so this is something when you do get one of these, you're probably going to have to curl it up quite a bit to fit in your cargo. Yeah. All right. Squelch. Okay. Or well. cut it into some pieces. Put it in the fridge. Worm <laughs> to the squid fridge with Worm you. Worm fridge. Worm fridge. Worm fridge. Okay. All right. How the hell? Yeah, I guess we're just shooting it with the ship. Yeah, just yeah. start firing at it. I can I can mental harpoon it with our winch, and yeah. uh, maybe we can try a similar tactic to the medium-sized one. Can you take the winch if we, like, take all of our swords and put the swords on the winch, and then if you could like slice down the back of it, could we just cut it open? Mm-hmm. We could try. How we would just have to figure out how to affix the swords to the winch. I mean, it's a winch. You're just gonna hold it, right? You guys have duct tape. Okay, duct yeah. Tape. yeah. All right, you we have can... Spuck's tape. You yeah. can do it. Spuck's tape. Oh God, that's so bad. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So let's um tape the um the the swords all of our swords to the the winch <laughs> you just have a sword flail <laughs> <laughs> right, want to cool. put a gun on there just for good measure 
<laughs> no, because I won't do any good. You use your telekinesis yeah, to, to pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, all right, so okay. we have... Uh, so, I'll, I'll put my sword in there. It's 1d8 I'll, plus 1. I'll put mine in, too. I have a knife. Yeah, I'll throw it on there. <laughs> all right. All I, right. Guess, <laughs> I guess Rasmus it would also have a knife. So okay, cool. And my axe. <laughs> and my bow. <laughs> no. Okay, so we've attached our weapons. Yeah, so you got... What are there six of you that would possibly have like real ass weapons? No, yep. there's five of you that would have real ass weapons yeah. because uh, Hollow Shield wouldn't. No. Right. Um, so you, I guess that's five D eight. Think so. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Plus my. If you super fuck this up, you may lose your weapons. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I really like my rapier though. Well, don't fuck it up. Okay. Well, okay. Well, so... isn't yours an auto hit? When we did it. Yeah, we were saying that she's like using her like telekinesis to like, right, deftly control it. Not just like before, she was just like auto hucking whatever like an object at it. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to do like the big damage of like all of your sword stuff combined, rather than her auto hit damage, because it's much less. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, then you have to actually do it with like some skill and finesse. So I'm like having a roll for it. Roll. Okay. Yeah. We were doing the d20, right? Yeah. Yeah. But a seven beat it last time, right? Uh-huh. Oh, but that was the baby worm. Did so. something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a 17 that time. Yes! yes. That's going to hit. Plus my yes. one, so 18. So three sixes, 12. 18. 18 plus two fours. 22, 26. 26. 26 damage. So this thing is looking pretty hurt right away. <laughs> awesome. Uh, nice. Rasmus, nice job. Rasmus is going to be in the gunnery and take a shot. Boom, baby. Of what? And that's going to be a 17 plus 4 is a 21. Nice. So he's going to hit. This worm never stood um, a chance. Nope. And Nine this worm 10. is large enough that we'll do the um, we'll do the actual ship's damage to it. Maybe we'll do multiple of the ship's damage. Because um, it is like a scattershot thing, and it's going to hit this thing a few times. For regular space combat, we won't do this. But this is a living being, not a, not a ship. Um, so it's 2d6, so we'll just double that. We'll make it 4d6. So that's 10, 15. So what, what did you get? 26? 26. 26. Yeah. All right, so it is looking about as hurt as the medium-sized one was when it died. Okay. Oh, shit. And so now we're it like is, halfway there. Now it is its turn to take a swipe at your ship. Miss, miss. Evasive miss, maneuvers. Miss. And it misses. Yes! Yeah! Ludicrous speed. Let's yep. go. Because you guys are flying too high. It can't. It like does like a breach to like try and ah. get up to where you guys are and like wriggles around and like just barely misses and comes down and just like smashes down into the the plume. And now the plume is just kind of like in this big eruption everywhere around you guys. We're soaring. <laughs> I can fly twice as high. And you guys just going to whip that uh, flail. Oh, that, yeah, that, baby. That winch sword flail around again. Honestly, yeah, I, guys, I think after this fight, we should keep this thing. <laughs> That's a really fucking good idea. This, <laughs> Our makeshift weapon. Yeah. It's a really good idea. It won't work against ships, oh, but it I will work against like, flesh Dang. things. Oh, shit. I'm taking this So back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll to see if you lose your weapons. No! You don't. Okay. Oh, thank so God. You, it's just a whiff because, like, it's like falling away from you, and you go to like swing at it, and it just like barely, just like and it just you know, misses, just gra- yeah, grazes okay. above it. Um, and now we'll have Rasmus take some shots with the uh, what is it, fractal impact charge again? Yep. And that is a twelve miss. That's yeah. definitely a miss, but it's a All new right. scene, so he's gonna make it a hit. Hey, okay. that is only eight damage. Oh, 
That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm going to jump out of the ship and then go now. Yikes. With my one knife. You get yeah. five minutes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we're back to the flail, unless you guys want to do anything else. Is there anything else you guys want to do while... No, I love this flail. Okay. I am super <laughs> I am super into this weapon. Let's go for the flail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We really knocked it out of the park the first round. So. As long as we get it. Come on. That's an eight. That's not going to do oh, it. No! Another w- I'll roll Frick. to see if uh, everything falls apart. Yeah, so your, your stuff is still fine. <sighs> now does Rasmus take another shot, but it is not the different scene, so he does just straight up miss on this one. So Damn it fully falls back into the plume and is not really visible, so he takes a shot, and whether or not it hits, it just kind of like scatters at that point. And now it is back to the worm that's going to breach and try and take down the ship again. And a five will not do it. This thing just—you guys are staying like just out of range of yeah. this behemoth, and we're back to the telekinetic uh, flail. Do we want to hook it like we did before and try and winch it up onto the island, and then murder it from there, or just keep trying with the flail? Because you're ten- telekinetically manipulating the swords, I feel like you could turn it in its mouth to hook it. But right. So the next like, time would that I- work. I will say that Kay didn't bring the medium-sized one fully out of the water because he thought yeah. the winch would break. That's oh. that's a good point. Yeah. So this puppy definitely will not. Okay. We're just going to keep trying to harpoon it with this pu- with this uh, makeshift flail. Oh, my God. It's a two. Oh. Oh. Rasmus is going to take a shot. And that is a 14, which... Plus his four is enough to beat it. Oh, thank yes. goodness. Okay. So he's going to do his 4d6 of damage. That's a five. That's a three. That's a one. That's a three. So that is a 12 damage. Yay. And it hits and goes into the, it like takes a, a big hit from the thing and it reels back and like it was because it was trying to jump out and reach at you and it falls down into the plume and you don't see it come up for a little bit and then its body just floats <gasps> to the surface. Yes! Uh, Alright, and then we reel back that winch and I take my sword and I put it Yeah, put it back I, I collapse my rapier and put it back in my like, clean little it. sheath. Yeah, I clean, clean mine my too. Well, mine's a vibro one, so I assume it kind of just like I'm not going to clean mine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm yeah. going to leave mine like with sticky residue. I feel like oh. it'll make it grip better Ooh. when I swing it. Oh. Good, yeah. good. Disgusting. Okay, and I get plus one in all my rolls. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess we like, how, how are we going to like, do we like what, like lower it and then kind of like back the ship so that it. Hey, you just have a winch. The, into winch, the hull. The winch pulls it in. Right. But oh, you yeah, said but that it's, it was going to be long, too heavy. Yeah. So like, so, yeah, I'm assuming just... we just have to like back it. Beep, back. Beep, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just scoop it. <laughs> scoop it and then kind of like try and. Force it in to fit into the thing. Yep. <laughs> and close the hole. <laughs> uh, everyone roll a work exert or God. worker exert for that. That's a. Well, it's your 2d6. I have neither. <laughs> yep. If you have work or exert. Blanks. So it's going to be a minus one. We're going to re roll. Well, I got a 10, so minus one, that's a nine. <laughs> re roll once per scene. Jesus. Okay. So that's an eight. 10. Yes. Nice, and there was two mixed successes among the rest of your crew, <laughs> so they were able. You guys are able to get it in a little haphazardly, but <laughs> you do. And uh, now your cargo is pretty much full, unless you just go hunting for little guys. But it, the night is getting late. It is nice and like yeah. sunsetty, twilighty right now. Let's, uh, guys. Do you want to go? Um, since we're pretty much at capacity, do we want to go set up um a camp on an island? 
Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. maybe not camp on Party Island, camp somewhere else, and then visit Party Island. Yeah, let's do that. Does that make yeah. sense? So, and steal their stuff. <laughs> so what kind of island is calling to you? What does it look like? Um, I think it is a smaller island, but it is one that has like more like tall vegetation. So there are some like leaves and stuff and like I mean you could make it like really nice with like a beach and shit. Oh well I also don't want it to attract other people. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So like it it ha- it 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 does. It has like a beach and it has like trees I, and shrubbery. I just, just wanted to make sh- I just wanted to make sure that you're not just like we're gonna sleep on rocks. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean I'm sleeping no. the ship. I yeah, don't yeah, yeah, go that, outside. Yeah. <laughs> That, at that point, you definitely would. I just wanted to let you know that you don't have to make it yeah, these no. awful little islands. Like, they no, can it's be fun. like it's a nice island. It's just a mini. It's like a mini version of Party Island. Sure. Yeah. So, wow, what is this Ferris wheel? <laughs> <laughs> There's a nice waterfall. Just mm. a little one. Yeah, just like just a little one. Little waterfall, like one or two tree-like things. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 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 Cool. Uh, <laughs> it's like it, an Animal Crossing island. <laughs> I love it. And then you guys, you guys like going camp out there. And uh, unload your your wares so that you can get ready for doing stuff tomorrow. Push the giant one out of the ship and just watch it plop onto the sand. <laughs> yeah. And what do what do you want to what do you want to do with like your nighttime? It is, it isn't like dark yet. Yeah. Do we want to go to Party Island and see what's happening, or do we want to just stay here by ourselves? Yeah. I want to know how much these worms are worth. Or I guess I should say that as, you can call someone up. They have like officiants. Yeah, I was gonna say like, hey, can you just get in touch with like the judges? Can they? When do they come to pick up the stuff? At the end of the week, they'll come and uh, oh, do their official the counts. Oh, so it's gonna sit here and rot? I mean, they're they're huge. They're not gonna rot that fast. The little ones aren't that huge. Yeah, they're also blasted they, they, with holes. That's true. <laughs> they also they also don't like care. They're, like they're not reselling these. There's not much that no, you can I repurpose know, from. Oh, gotcha. They just need yeah. proof that they that they're dead. Stinky. Yeah. Yeah. Stinky. Okay. But that means that we have to guard these things for a week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. So we, we'll call up the officials. Or actually, come on, look, can you call the officials? You have a meta tool. You You're the comms. The comms. Yeah. You are the comms yeah. person. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> this is your, you signed up for this job. Yes, Captain. <laughs> Sorry that I want to part just like, just include you. Kamala's. Hangry. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> All right. What do they? Uh, hey, officials. What's going on? Uh, how much? How much are the worms worth? We have a big one, a medium one, and a uh, two small ones. And two small ones. Um, sounds uh, for the big ones. They normally go for. Oh my God, it better be. It better be worth it. <laughs> it two credits. Two <laughs> gorp. <laughs> no credits. The Council of Palakoshi pays. A 200k bounty for each of the large ones, a 100k bounty for the medium ones, and 50k bounties for any small ones. 200k is pretty good. So that means that we have two, three, 400k right now? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a once a year Woo-hoo. festival. They can afford to splurge for the safety of the town. Yeah, baby. But now I'm kind of worried because this is 400k that's just sitting on this island and like for seven days. Like we have to like somehow. That's part of the fun, isn't it? No! <laughs> yeah. That's like literally part of the festival is like you can end up having like ship battles and shit. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. We can steal other people's. Yeah. Do we guard do... ours though. That's the problem. You can hide them somewhere. Yeah, that's true. We could um bury them. I mean, we could bury them. We could also like 
I don't know, like, there's a lot of vegetation on this island. We could kind of, like, hollow out a space in in the brush. Yeah. I was going to say. And hide them there. What about this cave that's behind the... The waterfall? Waterfall. There's always caves behind waterfalls. Sure. Every single one. Yep. Well, look at that. I've you guys noticed, want to do that? I've noticed that there's a cave that'll fit... <laughs> 14 big worms. <laughs> so all of the worms. Yeah. No, like there, there can be like small like outcroppings here that you can like hide yeah, things either could, behind like, brush or yeah. behind the waterfall. Yeah, like, yeah I think that's that. a good idea. Yeah, we can hide them. <clears throat> it's yeah. probably even like, you know, like a, a south side of the island that maybe isn't like as easy for ships to dock near. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can like hide things over there so that it's not as. Yeah. So like maybe people there. like if they're if they're flying above your island, they'll be like, oh, they have shit we can steal, but also I can't fucking land there to steal it. Yeah. Because, like, we got a big one. It's not like they can, like... Yeah, people will see that <laughs> if they go by. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's 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 in the cave. Cool, All cool, right. cool. We gonna right. do have, like, a picnic or something? Kamala seems hangry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should eat. Halashiel. <laughs> I can cook up things. Thank you. Yes. Can we, well. can we eat the worm? Is the worm edible? <clears throat> I could try to cook up one of the smaller worms. I kind of want to try. Will it? Try I mean, we could cut a little bit of it off. Yeah. He's got try. a plus to work, and I consider work his cooking skill. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to report that the worms will not be pleasant to eat. <laughs> no, okay, hard pass. Mm, okay. Let's have something else. You Let's... probably will not get sick from it, nope. but it will not be pleasant. Ooh. Story of my life. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nope, 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 nope. Don't want. All right, so you guys are uh, sitting kind of like in the, the twilight of the night, and Halashiel has uh, cooked up something awesome for you, and Kay mentions, uh, hey, do we want to try and finish the song? Yeah, that would be yeah. nice. Yeah, we yeah. can like actually finish it now. There's nothing that's gonna like. There's no worms They're to interrupt gonna, us. They're not gonna beach themselves on us. <laughs> yeah, we're not hunting, so no, because we sang the song and that's what attracted the worms. Yeah. If we sing this song now, is, is a worm gonna appear? Can't really go on land. They, they have you saw how much they little arms. Yeah, but you saw how much they struggled. I just let's, want to share my culture with you guys. Let's, okay. let's say that they go to bed at night, and that's why everybody <laughs> parties. <laughs> they're they're. Uh, up in the day, they're not nocturnal. <laughs> yes. So, like, they are okay, all asleep. Okay. Yep. Okay, all right. Okay. Before we do that, though, how close are we to everything? You said we're pretty close to Party Island. Yeah, we're on a different island, but you can, we can, you can, like, see it kind of, like, on the horizon. You can see, like, the glow yeah. of it. Oh, okay. We're not, like, right next to it. Yeah, you're not visually it, there. Like, oh. Because yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I, I, we should see who parties the hardest, and then, and then, then we can steal their stuff. Yeah. We can do that later in the week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can send out my drone on one of these days and just kind of That'd scout if you want. Yeah. Yes. Are you guys ready? Yeah. 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 I just want to say it's really fun like sharing like some of my old culture with you guys. Yeah. Group group hug. Group, group hug. And come young starfarers gather in place. Let's sing us a song of the beasts in space. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. First come the Klarna with a belly of shell. So calmly they float, but that's when they fell. Then spike your ship, stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Next come the Mulgar with a tongue of stone. 
of gold. <laughs> With a flick and a flitter, they'll make you feel old. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Then come the Sovu with the spiraling horn. They so sharply they dance, but get close and you're shorn. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Then come the Fimflos with the face of pink. With a hop and a hobble, they'll bring you to the brink. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Next come the Vut with an echoing laugh. So uneasy they sleep, but you'll bend in half. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Then come the Smirgisgrick with a tail of teal. With shed and a skitter, they act like us in steel. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. Now hold on, should we do this last one all together? All together! Yeah. yeah! All right, ready? One, two, three. Lastly, the dragon yells, I'm king of space. So spacefarers yell back, then show us your face. Then spike your ship stellarly, stellarly spike. We're off to the next planet to take what we like. And then the ground shakes. Fucking hell, Jonathan! God damn it. As you see a flash of light from the sky. And an impact hits your island. No! And from the sand falling all around it, you see it. You see Pythia. And it has caught up to you. And Fucking the, called it. And the mech echoes in an angry roar. We have found you. And roll for initiative. Shit. No! Shit, 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 shit. That's yeah. Did we sing too loud, guys? That's a two plus one. Whoops. Shri. Seven. Also, something to remember, this is a light mech. You can't actually damage it with uh, non-mech or ship weapons. Oh, wait. So we got to shoot it with a ship. And if we had a mech, we could use that too. But we don't. Can you revive the worm? (laughs) (laughs) It is going to take a turn for the lumbering uh, Pythia to get itself off the ground. Because it was just like crashing into planets. Awesome, awesome, yeah. So it is it is in the sand right now. It would have been fun if you guys buried the, the worms because then I could have been like worm explosion. Ugh, and then gross. you might have lost all your money too. No! <laughs> well, we might lose our lives, so at this yep. point. Money's more important. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the order of things, so that you know, it is Kamala, then on the next round, Pythia. Yeah, of okay. course. Rasmus then Hulla, then Mohan, then Astrid, then K. <laughs> okay. And then we'll just consider the other, you know, the, the engineers and everything. They were probably, like, doing the maintenance on the ship because you've been flying for a while. Yeah. yeah. So they, they've been maintaining the ship while you guys have been, like, you gave them food and everything, and they're, they're just maintaining what, Aww, what, what that, K would normally do. That's kind of sad. You know, we're, like, we were all well, no, they singing like, a they song like together. They, guys. What was that? Oh, yeah, but then they wouldn't have been at the song. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're yeah. all singing it, like, it's like a Do you want them crew. to possibly die? No, no, but no. I can like, do that. And no, I'm just saying it's sad for them. Like, it was a nice crew bonding yeah. moment. I felt like. Well, and... they're also like very new to the crew. They literally have been on your ship for like three days. Yeah, Hentry's a little antisocial, so yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> <to me. laughs> 
Okay, so that that is the order. We'll consider those three safe. Um, they do still need at least two people on the ship to get it to take off. Because that's out. That's that was what I was about to ask. Is yep. Because the three of them are on the ship, can they turn it on? No. And get it ready for us. No. It, it takes all five people to man the ship. So there are two people that need to be able to get back to the ship. Preferably one of them being K, so that you yeah. can actually fly you guys out okay. of there. All right. All right. So we just got to get to the ship. Okay. Yep. And you said it was a smaller island, so I'll only make it um, five rounds of running. Okay. So it's all sand and all that shit, though. So if you don't get a success on running, then you won't move forward that round. <laughs> I'm so fucked. This kind of feels like a race. Oh, my God. This, it is a race. This is a race. Can we It's see? a race from death. Yep. Is Pythia, can we see them? Or are they, like, yes. in the sand? They are big. You can definitely see them. Um, okay. Because light mechs are something like 50 tons. Oh, my God. Okay. We're going to die. Yeah. So they're they're the size of the uh, small the medium sized worm or the small worm medium sized worm medium worm was thirty tons yeah so they're a little bit bigger than the medium worm but <laughs> well, much more powerful yeah is it just like a black it color? is a it is what was described to you by Paloma which was the um, mostly purple uh, mostly purple mech with a large uh, pink chest plate. And uh, it has like these green vines growing all over it. Uh, and as you see it hit the ground and start to like, uh, after it like yells at you and everything and starts like powering different parts of its body to move, you see that all of these like circuits that were not connected that you noticed on the ancients and everything start to light up this like deep blood red. And you see this like kind of like pulsing red going through all of these interconnected circuits or non-connected circuits technically and they all kind of center around and look like they're kind of um, almost like bleeding into the chest plate. It's like kind of very visceral for something mechanical. Okay, Um, on my on-turn for my on-turn phase um, I'm gonna take a picture with my meta tool. Okay, yep. um, Because I want fucking proof that this is happening. Yep, yep. This um, is smart. And then um, moving, running. Okay. <laughs> running so fast. Roll. Um, we're just going to call these. Um, these are going to be physical saves every time. You're just okay. physically trying to get yourself out of harm's way. Okay. That's an eight. I didn't oh. pass. So Kamala is kind of stumbling to get up off of the ground as she runs. And next up is Rasmus. So Rasmus um, Mohan, you're leading. Do you want Rasmus to do something other than run? Rasmus is a gunner. Uh, he's a warrior. Does he have any like explosives or grenades or anything like that? No, he doesn't. He just has uh, he has a bunch of Type A cells so that he can use his gun. Because like my thought process was okay. Well, if he throws like a bomb on the ground behind him, like away from us, but like in the path of what Pythia is going to run, assuming that it runs. You know, it could be like a pitfall or something. But if he has no like grenades or anything, then no. I'll yeah, he doesn't have anything that would uh, make him let him do that either. Like he doesn't have like any fix or anything. So run, run. So Rasmus is running. Mm-hmm. For evasion, he's kind of clunky, so he needs to beat a fifteen. He only got a fourteen. Oh. So Rasmus is also stumbling to get out, but he's not like as as much. But that's a, a wasted chance to escape there. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> after that, it is Hulla's turn. Um, anything you want to command Hulla to do other than run, he's mostly just a worker. He run. Right, yeah. Um, uh, Hulla has sneak and heal and work as skills. I was going to say maybe he could hide. It might be easier for him to do that, but... We also 
the more people we can get to the ship quickly, the, right. the better off we are. And also, it's a mech, so I'm sure it has like some sort of heat signature. It'll just see him anyways. Yeah, yeah. I think we should just all run. Okay. Run, Hello, run, run, Hello's going to run. Run! Um, and I'll use my lead to boost the morale. Yeah. Um, and he got a 17, so Hala is moving. Yes. So Hala has one tick of uh, okay. movement, and you need to hit, when you hit five, you can get back on the ship. Okay. 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 And now we are at Mohan. What are you doing? All right, I am going to run. I know I had something. I thought I had like like rush. Oh, tsunami. Is that what it is? That's a drug. Uh, tsunami gives me a combat stim. Uh, tsunami fills him with a reckless disregard for pain and intense aggressiveness. Uh, gain a morale scroll of 12, 10 extra hit points for 10 minutes, and plus two bonus on all hit rolls. Each application has two system strains to the target. Okay, no. I thought, I thought, you, uh. You might want to do that with Rasmus if you can get him back to the ship because he gets in another plus two. That means he's rolling with plus six to hit. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do that right. for him. I just, I didn't know if there was something that gave me, like, more for my running. I can't believe I didn't buy a drug that helps me. Win, race. yeah, <laughs> win races. Yeah. All right, I'm just gonna have to run. Yeah, so it's a. I have to do a physical saving. Do you, Do you want to pass off the tsunami to Astrid so that she can administer it to Rasmus before she goes? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Is that like an on turn action that I can take, or do I? Have yeah, to you can just it? hand it off to her. Okay. You don't have to roll. Astrid, I got okay. some tsunami. Give it to Rasmus. Great. Okay. okay. Run. Thirteen. I beat my eleven. Nice. So Mohan Ooh. gets one tick towards getting there. You need five ticks to be uh, on ship. Losers. <laughs> Bye. And after I, Mohan is Astrid. I see how the captain doesn't go down. Well, I mean, I guess he's going to the ship to go down with the ship. It's fine. Um, okay. I take the tsunami. And how long is it effective for? For 10 minutes. So that's probably likely enough time for him to get back to the ship, right? 10 minutes? Yeah. At, okay. At the end of the duration, they immediately lose their 10 hit points that they gained, which could leave them mortally wounded. Each application adds two system strain to the target. Okay. Uh, he has two system strain to have, right? Isn't yeah. each round only 15 seconds, though? Yeah. So it yeah, lasts, so, yeah. it'll last okay. the whole yeah. encounter. Okay. Yeah. Just I just wanted to make sure that I didn't, I shouldn't, like, wait to give it to him until we were close. You guys are point. probably going to have to either, like, sedate or calm him the fuck down at yeah. the end. Yeah. Because, like, the 10 minutes is going to be when you're still on the ship if you guys make it back. Right. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. Um, Rasmus. Are you willing to take this drug? As your captain, I order you to take this drug. If I can live, I will. Okay. All right. I administer it to him, um, and then I fuck it. Um, me administering, would that be my, like, only act on no. action thing? Okay. No. So you just have heal once, so you can do it. So you just do okay. it. I just do it. You okay. just, like, EpiPen him in the, in the side. Okay. So I think I am going to... Um, yeah, I pro- there's probably nothing. It's really big, right? Pythia's quite large. Yep. Okay. Before I before I run, I'm going to look for the largest boulder that I can find <laughs> that looks like it's under 500 pounds, and I'm going to use my tele- telekinetic manipulation to lift it and drop it on top of Pythia. Okay. Roll <laughs> roll your damage because that's just how you use that ability. There's no finesse in that at all. So it is none. Just... I just dropped it right on her. I estimate that this is about less than five. <laughs> That's a twelve plus um, skill level damage versus object. So skill level is my level in telekinesis, yeah. right? So plus one. So thirteen. Wow. You do this, 
you because you, like you describe this island as rocky, so there's definitely a boulder you can grab. There's probably multiple boulders you can grab. You can probably do this again later. <laughs> I'm thinking I might just reuse the same boulder. <laughs> yeah, you you could just keep smashing it. You do you do this and it takes damage, and you notice the um, kind of like a, a a crack in its chest plate, like a very small hairline crack in its chest plate forms as it kind of roars out in anger and. <laughs> Uh, it'll have to use its attack action to pull the boulder off of it. Yes! Nice! Because nice. it, yes. it was still, um, this was before the first round ended, Yeah, it so landed. it is still on the ground, so it will have to take its attack en- action to lift yeah. it off. Oh. Yes! Nice! <laughs> nice. Good job! Yeah. Woo! Uh, and and now, then I run. Roll for your run. You gotta be your age. Oh, yeah. I got an eight. That doesn't pass. That does not pass, so you, you took up all of your energy to do that, but that was a pretty damn good uh, choice there. <laughs> Slow pokes. Uh, and, and, like, the you see as it like gets hit and like there's that little crack and everything there's kind of like this uh flicker of the like pink light on its chest and it like you see all of the uh, as it as it like flickers on the pink light the red like veins kind of like pulsate harder onto the pink and like relight it yeah okay and Whew. now we are up to nope we're k k needs to try and escape is there anything else that you would like k to try mohan yes get to um, the fucking plane no because what? He has he has a sense of the need and he where he technically has two uses of sense of the need. K will give Rasmus the gun that kills all ancient relics. <laughs> <laughs> K has to be able to obtain that. Yeah, it just it just appears. He senses the need for it. No, he has to be able to have attained that. Alright, so I don't think I can get him to I, I feel like we can use his abilities in some way. I'm just I'm, I'm not sure how we can do it right now. Well, we could have him run this turn and you can keep thinking about it. Yeah. Because it'll still take five turns to get back to the ship. Right, right, right. Okay, we'll have... And he is our only pilot, so he needs to be on the ship. True. Okay, so Kay will, Kay will run, and he senses the need, and he has now a scooter that goes on sand and makes him <laughs> run two ice as fast. You do have the uh, pallet jack thing that, the, that levitates that you use to grab the ancient uh, body. I feel like those would go slow. He could, but yeah, it, it might go slow, but it also might make it so that he doesn't like trip in sand and shit. Like he will guaranteed move, maybe. True. Mm, that's not a bad idea. What could we sense the need and like, oh wait, no, there it is. We use the pallet jack to move the worms into their spaces, so it's already near us. And that could have been the vision that he had is like, oh wait, I can yes. do this. Boom! All right, he's on a he's he's riding on a. Pallet jack. Are, you, are you all going to hop on the pallet jack as well? Can we? Can yeah. we? Is it, that carried, it carried yeah. an ancient. Yeah. Yeah, let's fucking go. So Kay will use his sense the need ability. He only can use that one more time. He remembers and shouts out. He's like, that's why I wanted to use the pallet jack to drag the worms around instead of just using the ship. Come on, get on it. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Do we need to roll to get on it or just get on No, it? you guys just all, you'll all get on on your turns. Okay. Okay. Now. So, so Kay isn't going to move forward right now because he needs you all on it. Right, right, right. Because we fucked up. And who moved, who actually was able to move forward a tick? Me. Mohan was and Halashiel was. Yes. So you guys can't get picked up until that pallet jack grabs everybody else and moves. That's fine. I'd rather be in front of you guys anyways. It's cool. Yeah. Thanks. Because if you're all on a a thing together, and if this thing has a gun. More targets. (laughs) Just get shot. Yeah. Shit. Great. All right. So whose turn? It's Kay's turn. He's going to hop on. Oh, he doesn't need to roll because he's just going to move. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he gets on the the pallet jack. It is currently staying put to pick up other people. Right. So he is not moving this turn. Yeah. yeah. So he's on. He's essentially on tick five, and me and Hullishiel are on tick four. Yes. 
Now we're back up at Kamala. I'm going to jump on the pallet. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to try and do? Um, I'm going to use my Focus 3 poop to 10D <laughs> shit my pants, and that's it. <laughs> um, you could message Scavenger for help. Oh, yeah, Miss Comms. I mean, I was thinking about, like, oh, I could use a distress signal, but that would bring... I don't know if that would... Y'all may fucking die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we should 100%. Okay, I'm activating my distress signal um, that has a 50-kilometer range. Ooh, nice. Hell yeah. So I'm going to roll to see if Scavenger is within that range. He may be because party, uh, party yeah. area is nearby. We also said we wanted to be... Like and oh yeah, and you guys were kind of traveling. Yeah. Actually, I don't even need to roll. Uh, he will be within that range because that was your plan of movement. Was looking at him, and yeah. I completely forgot about that. Was trying to stay near him in case you did run into trouble. Yeah. Trouble, Which, this has, is trouble. Yeah. trouble has trouble run has into found you. Me, us. Yep. Uh, so you send off that distress beacon to to him, and uh, he will receive it. And uh, you send do you send like the picture to him? Yeah. Like, oh, with oh the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sending him everything. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a video yeah. right now. <laughs> Live streaming. Yeah, well, I'm streaming this. You no, you. I have... you guys said you sold that thing. My God! It's a different one. It's oh, a different my one. Fucking that's the... God! Did you? Did your video include me dropping the fucking boulder on it? Because I fucking hope so. <laughs> it's like one of those like movie, like uh, shaky cam, like yes. Cloverfield type things. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because yep. you're shaking so hard and shitting your pants. Yeah. And then you, you see the like semi badly CGI like boulder just like smashing as you kind of like weirdly steady cam over it to it before shaking again. <laughs> and then all you see is Mohan. Bye, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning my first race. <laughs> This is a race of my life. See you later, incels. <laughs> God. Okay, so um, now with Scavenger coming, um, he will either be able to pick you guys up and maybe you might have to abandon the paradise. No. Or he can come and try and do distracting fire on Pythia. Distracting. Yeah, we just bought this thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a choice. I'm giving you the choices. He can just pick you up and save you on like turn three. But you may lose the paradise. Oh, we have insurance. <laughs> mm, you're pirates. No, you don't. <laughs> you ha- we have to. We have to have. You <gasps> owe Grandma Moldy money. So much money. Kay could have gotten insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the sense it's, we need. It's his. It's he his did, planet. He did yeah. that the last time when we upgraded the ship yesterday. <laughs> he sensed the need for insurance. For insurance. <laughs> yes, that was his yesterday's action. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Do you guys want insurance? Yes. yes. Yeah. Full, coverage. The Full coverage from the paradise. No, I'm just saying, just in case, better to be safe than sorry. The poor ship, okay? No, we're not, we're not abandoning. No. I'm just saying. Well, if you if you choose to get on the scavenger when he arrives, that is what's happening. That's if you true, choose yeah. if you choose to have him do suppressing fire so that you can you can get on your ship and escape, right? Oh then God. you get to keep the paradise. All I'm saying is, I if mean, that would be the preference. I if yep. the ship gets destroyed, we'll get a new one. <laughs> yep. So that's up to you guys what happens. I will yeah. I will allow it so that okay. K was the smart one and actually bought insurance for this massive thing. <laughs> yes. Good. 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 Oh my God. Okay, whose fucking turn is it? It's um, the guy Pythia's turn. It's Pythia's turn. But they have to take a a turn to get the boulder off. So their attack is going to get the boulder off, and then they are going to... they're going to stand up from prone. That's like all of their actions. So they are are now standing, 
they no longer have the boulder on them, but they didn't get to make an attack. It is now Rasmus's turn. He is hopped up, and uh, is he run, bitch? No, he's on the he's on the pallet, so you can. Shoot. Oh yeah, he's on, on the, the he's on the pallet, so yeah. he could try and shoot. Maybe if he if he gets a nat twenty, allow it to do damage, but okay. otherwise it can't. And there it is, nat twenty. That's not a twenty. Yeah. That was a twelve. Damn. Damn. Close. Close. Yeah, that one number. Yep. Um, so he shoots off and misses, and he's just kind of like gritting his teeth, just because ah, ah, he's fucking hopped up oh on God. tsunami right now. Plunami. 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 Yep. We should have waited. <laughs> um, but he's he's just like angrily firing off at this thing. Now it is Hullashiel's turn. He is ahead. He's gonna keep running, and if yeah. the if the thing catches up to him, then he'll hop on. Yeah, that's probably smart. He stumbles as all of this shit is going down, so he is not going to move forward, so he'll just be ready to hop on as his action. Uh, now it is Mohan's turn. Run, baby, run. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that you're doing? Scavenger was the only person that um, responded to our call. Was there anybody else? No, that's the only person that you guys recognized. Okay, but there are... Oh, that's just who we recognize? Are there more people coming? There are more people, but they are much farther away than Scavenger was because you were intentionally staying away from other people and right, near Scavenger. Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. Okay. Um, okay, no, I don't have anything else. Oh, shit. Kay has the drone that has bombs. <gasps> ah! Right, they fixed them, right? Yeah, he's got yeah, two yeah, bombs on his drone. Just for this yeah. round when Where it comes up. Is his drone on the ship, though? or It doesn't matter. He has a controller for it. Gotcha. Okay, so we'll, we'll have to use that for him next time. Yep. Okay. Um, no, so I'm going to slip, but I'm going to slide and be like, I'll wait for you guys because I'm a good captain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I don't have a gun or anything, so I can't throw anything at that thing. I'll just grab some sand. Throw it. Ah! Ah! Sand thrower. Okay, um, next up is Astrid. I am going to lift that boulder right back up and drop it on Pythia again. I'll let you roll a d20, and if you hit a nat 20, it'll knock it down again. Otherwise, it's just going to take damage. I'll take damage. That's fine. No, you don't want to take damage. No, 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 I'm saying, like, I will take doing damage even if, like, that's it. I got a seven, so it's not, uh, (laughs) it's just going to take damage. Yep. Ten. Nice. Ten damage. Okay. Mm -hmm. It has a health of a thousand. God damn. It does have armor, Uh by the way. Yep, so... But you have done damage to it, so you you notice that this time as you go to throw it, um, it hits away, like with it, it bats with its arm this boulder away, and you see kind of like some plating on its arm like crack as the boulder like goes off to the side more. You know what? I'll take it. Yep. Um, and then I jump on the pallet. Okay, and you're on the pallet. I was wondering if I could try and establish a telepathic contact with it. You absolutely can. You'd have to spend a effort to do that, so I'll say that that would have to happen the next turn. Okay. Yep. Okay. Because it is at a range. It's not touch. So after okay. Astrid is K, um, you want guys want him to use his drone? Yes. And now the pallet will move okay. because it's on K's turn. Yeah. Thank God. Bomber holds two grenades. Dropping from more than 30 feet causes them to miss their target. Roll to attack AC-10. On a miss, grenades land 1d10 meters away. The grenade explodes for 2d6 damage at all targets within 5 meters. You guys won't be close enough for that to fuck up that bad. Evasion save for half damage is what it can make. Targets take one less point of damage for each point above 14. Exert skill instead of shoot if desired. Um, so it ha- So I'll have to look at its armor class. 
Oh, okay, so if, if its AC is above 14, it takes minus one damage. So like if it's a 17, then it takes minus three. That is a, damage. That was a good call out there because it does have an AC of 17. Oh, okay. So it takes minus three damage. The bomber only has to beat a 10. And because this is piloting the, the drone, it is a pilot int check, which K has a... He has a plus two on pilot and a plus two on int. That is a 14. So that beats the AC. Well, that's a 14 plus three is a 17, which would be its AC anyways. Um, So it does. The bombs do. He's going to drop both of them. 2d6, so it's actually going to be 4d6 because he's just going to drop both of them. Because it's just like a little pit he can just open. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. There's a four, a three, so that's just gone. A four, so four and a five is a nine. And another five is a 14. Hell yeah. You see that with the bombs exploding, a piece of the chest plate kind of like cracks off a bit and more of the like red pulsing happens to go over there and like try and enforce that area essentially is what it like it visually looks like it's doing that. It's probably not mechanically doing that, but that's what it visually looks like. It's almost like blood rushing to sites of injury. It did it does occur to me that technically this thing has yet did not attack us and we just You did a fuck ton to it. You guys did good. I know, but it occurred to me it hadn't attacked us yet. It's just that I have found you. Right, we, but it's extremely ominous. We have ominous. found you. Yeah. Also, Paloma told you it was hunting you. I, yeah. It wasn't like, true. I'm I looking know, for you. Like, it's like, oh, this thing wants to talk to you. It's like, she specifically called, like, when she was like, we're the same. We're both prey. Yeah, that's true. Oh, this guess, is the one time I mean, you want to be cautious? Well, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode... <laughs> I'm just yeah. Just call call back to early like, episodes when Asteroid's like, I'm actually gonna do a power slide on a motorcycle to go heal a downed enemy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're back to I that am. stage, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, we kind of did just launch into trying to murder it, and we only have Paloma's word it's that a, it crazy is crazy feral psychic. Yeah, after us. she's I I but but we also were psychic like almost attacked during the test. It's just been an ominous thing. You guys don't have this much time to talk about it. Nope, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Let's go. It was all in our mind. So. <laughs> you're all crazy. Well, we're all just like huddled on this pallet. And yeah. yeah, just like screaming just, like, in your telepathic sand. connections. All right, so Astrid, you were the last one? So that means no. it's Kay's. Oh, no, Kay did the, the bombing right there. Yeah, right. so we're back um, to And now we're moving. So now all of you are Whee! on spot two out of five because you're all on the pallet now. Yeah. After the next round is when scavenger, scavenger can start doing there. suppressing fire. Yeah. Cool. But that is at the end of the next round. Right. And then actually it's at the end of the next round is when I will roll initiative for scavenger's ship. Okay. Right. So now we are back at the top with Kamala. I'm just on the pallet as it's moving and I'm videotaping all of this. Yep. <laughs> and like CCing Captain Radko, CCing Scavenger. Let's fucking see what's I'm, happening. I'm sending it to everyone that we know. Yep. Astrid's just like, did you catch this boulder? You caught this boulder drop, right? And I turn around and go, eh, stealthy with Astrid <laughs> and turn it back around. <laughs> okay, so you're just on for the ride? Yeah, we really are team. That's okay. Awful. <laughs> so it is so at the end of this round you guys will be on space three. Like when it gets because yeah. K is at yeah. the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after that is Pythia, nah. and Pythia is going to... Please don't pick up the boulder and hurl it at us, because that's going to be mad. 3d10. No, you see that all of the like red kind of like forms into like... A, it starts like moving and pulsing oh, differently, dear. and the pink chest plate is just like burning, glowing, and all of that kind of like what feels like energy goes up into the head of the mech, 
and forms a conical beam that explodes out of the center of this thing's head. Shit. It is going to catch all of you because you're all in the same location. Shit. Um, and it is 4d10 damage because it is psychic. Um, so the only people who can try and resist this are Kay and uh, an Astrid. Okay. Well, because I was going to ask if you can move the boulder to block, but no. I, I can't because it's... It's I not even her turn. All right, 4d10. Um, I'm, go- I'm going to roll to see if Kay can resist this at all, and Astrid is going is to do mental? the same. It is a mental save, yes. Okay. And we're just taking it. Oh my god, I tried to die. Okay, beats it. But I got he- 16, I beat it. You beat it, so you guys are just going to take half damage. Fuck. So, 4d10. Oh, I'm so dead. We're so dead. That is a 3. That is a 2. That is a 5. That is a 10. Fuck. <laughs> and that, that was the 4. Oh. Three, 3, 2, 5, 10. Yep. Oh. How are you well, all I'm, doing? I'm dead. I'm at 13. I'm at four. I'm dead. Mohan goes down. I have a I have a patch. What? I also have me. Astrid, Kamala, and Kay are up. Kay okay. has three hit points left. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Do you have a lot you have the Lazarus patches too? Yep. Right? So okay. it is we skip over Rasmus, he's down. We skip over Hulla, he's down. We skip over Mohan, he's down. We are now at Astrid. Alright. Um <laughs> So we're getting on Scavenger's ship, right? <laughs> yeah, we got insurance. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got insurance. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Our poor ship that we just got. We'll get an even newer one. Do you want me to heal Kay, or do you want to slap a patch on him? Kay's up. Kay's know, up. But we yep. should probably heal um, him just in case. I'm going to use a patch on Mohan because it stabilizes. Oh, I was just going to heal him and pop him back up. Yeah. Oh. The the psychic sucker will immediately bring you back into action. The patches will only stabilize you. Yeah. Oh, so they don't heal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no, they they heal, but they don't get up. Like, if it's in combat. So, like, if you were to slap it on K, it would heal his hit points because he's not passed out. It would just give him his hit points back. Do you have a skill in heal? Yes. Do you want to use my patches? She wouldn't oh. be able to do the patches and, and the, my thing, okay, then, the psychic sucker. Okay, then use your thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, just just for uh, like game's sake, like, do, you, do you have heal at all? No. Is the Lazarus patch required to have heal? It says dex plus heal roll. Okay, so it's just a dex plus heal roll. Anyone can apply them. So oh. that, that's still what you can do. Yeah. Even if, even if it was like Lazarus patches, you have to have heal one to be able to use. I'd say fuck that because that's stupid. Okay. Um, so then I am going to touch Mohan and use my Psychic Sucker, and I heal you for 2d6 plus 2. 11. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yep, uh, you take one system strain, though. Okay. I'm alive! And I guess I cannot um, do my telepathic contact then with Pythia, because I did the healing with him. Yeah. What do you want Kay to do? You keep on going. Just get hit again? Yeah, we're going to have to, yeah. yeah. There's really no other option besides get hit again. Okay. Um, so is there any... Kay does have another use of Sense the Need if you want to make him do something. You would you would get rid of the insurance on, no. on the Paradise if that was the case. That was yesterday's Sense the Need. That, that wouldn't get rid of that. No, no, yeah. no. But I'm just letting you know he has another Sense the Need. I if think it, we should get on our ship. And have Rasmus provide cover so we can get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Can we boost the speed anyway? If he rolls, like, super well with his pilot? 
to go to? No, the thing that this is giving you is a guaranteed moving once every turn. Mm. Because before you weren't guaranteed to move when yeah. you were all running on the beach. Yeah. 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 No, we're just gonna have to, we're just gonna have to keep going. Okay. I am going to uh, roll to find out when in turn order scavenger comes in. And that that is a seven, so it's tied with Kamala and Pythia. Um, so I'm gonna have uh, all three of us do a roll to see which one goes first. Scavenger got a two. Five. Kamala got a five. Pythia got a four. So scavenger comes after Pythia. <sighs> Good oh. thing he can pick up all of our dead bodies. <laughs> Glad I activated that distress peak. I know. Yeah. Fuck. Thank you, survival kit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is now Kamala's turn. Oh my god. I don't know what else I can do. I am just chilling on the on the pallet. Yeah, you guys are just Slap at space a patch three. On someone. Yeah, I'll put um Or on p- yourself to heal yourself even. Or heal me so that yeah, I don't go down. We're about to get hit again, yeah. So yeah, I'll he- Astrid, what, how? I have 13 left, but I... Astrid is absolutely the person that should uh, get patched, like, strategically, yep. because she may survive getting hit. Yep, I'm going to patch you. Hey! Straight on your face. Oh, fun. Right on your cheek, your fuzzy cheek. Mm, good, good, okay. good. That's going to hurt when it comes off. Six. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. Yep. You're just, still filming I'm all that stuff. I'm still filming yep. everything so everyone knows what's happening. Yeah, wow, that's a really strong phone. It survived that blast. It's yeah, a, right. Well, it's mental. It's yeah. mental. Oh, okay. okay. This yeah. is my meta tool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I'm going to need Kay and, uh, Kay and Astrid to make a mental save. Mm. Kay does not pass. Fuck. Damn it, Kay. I'm so scared. 17. Pass. Okay, so here come the 4d10. Christ. Don't beat 11. Four. I'm dead. Seven. Fuck. I'm dead. <laughs> Three. One. 15. So halved for me is yep. seven. Yep. I'm still alive. Woo. Astrid is the only person still <laughs> alive yeah. on the on the pallet right now. Oh my god! What's its range? Can it hit us? Yeah, because it, it's it can also like take steps and shit. Yeah, yeah, but it hasn't been rolling to take steps, so it doesn't need to. It's a mech. It can. It can slip in the sand. <laughs> um, okay, so now it is Scavenger's turn, uh, and seeing just a pile of, <laughs> of of dead pirate comrades, <laughs> children. Yeah. You guys aren't really kids anymore, we're and, and young, he never yeah. young adults. I am yeah. twenty one. Yeah, like I mean. he and when Scavenger first met you, he ne- he didn't meet you guys as children. That's true. Like that's just like a perception that the under undernot uh, company had. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, so Scavenger uh, just shouts out uh, through like the PA, and he's like, Astrid, the fuck you want me to do here? Do I shoot it or I get you? What what's going on? What do you think will happen? Is it hurt? Is it going to go down? What's what's happening? It's hurt. Um, do I shoot or do I pick you up, Astrid? Shoot! <laughs> so Scavenger's gonna shoot. Please don't fuck it up. Scavenger got a fifteen, and we'll say that his gunners probably have like a plus four total to their stuff, so they he does hit. <gasps> yeah. So we're gonna do. Yeah, he probably has a plasma beam. All right, so that does three d six damage, and it is armor piercing ten. Okay, so that will ignore Pythia's armor entirely. Woo! Five. One, five. 
So that is 11 damage to Pythia. Pythia, you see that it gets hit by this uh, plasma beam and just, mm-hmm. like, kind of crosses over its chest and a piece of the armor just kind of, like, melts away a little bit. And just just melts like it's metal. And that it kind of makes it so that it's, like, having a tough time moving its arm and you see it, like, flex its arm to, like, break past the, the melted part that was limiting its range of motion. Mm-hmm. And it kind of staggered back when it got hit a bit. And it is looking pretty bad as you see, like, the lights on it, like, flicker a few more times than they normally have been. Okay. Pythia is reeling a little bit. What do, what do you want to do? I'm taking that boulder, baby. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I'm gonna chuck that boulder with my brain powers. That's only five. Five damage? Yeah. So that gets ignored by the God damn it! <laughs> uh, so you you just hit it and it doesn't uh, knock it off balance or anything like that. And uh, it is now the pallet <laughs> moves forward again. So you guys are at four. So there's only one We're more so until close. you get back to the paradise. Okay. It is Pythia's turn. Shit. They are going to roll their... Uh, you have to roll an evade to try and live. Uh, mental save, sorry. Fifteen, I saved. Nice. Cool. We'll roll. Now we're rolling. Um, everybody else will still take damage. So, oh, uh, shit. You guys are, they're going to be, everyone who is down will be critically, critically injured. Not mortally, critically. So okay. it's going to take hospital time for you all to recover. Okay. Mm. Not just me bringing you back up. Yeah. It is, uh, actually, it might, it may be very close to uh, mortal wound. That's a four. That's a two. That's a two. That's a five. So that is 13 damage. How negative are all of you? 13. Negative 13, yeah. Oh, you guys were at zero? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because your last thing was 11, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had 11 health left. Wow. 13 divided by two is six. How are you doing? I have six health left. Oh, my God. Astrid, beefy. Um, (laughs) It is now scavenger's turn. Scavenger, murder it! What do you want me to do? You want me to kill it? Kill it! I'll try! They got a 17, so that does hit it. Ooh, Good. Okay, okay. And okay. what was it, a 3d6? 3d6. That is 13 damage. Uh, I swear to God, if I die for a second time... I double died. <laughs> it is beyond hurt. Like, it's now kind of, like, looking around, almost like it's thinking about running. Um, oh but there's, like, this thing that you're witnessing on Pythia where... You know what? You can you can hear it now. It is so intense now that you can hear it even without trying to make a telepathic contact because this is something that Plutarch had mentioned in his diaries that just Plutarch being a very strong telepath, anytime he was near it, he could just hear the screaming of, in anger and all that stuff. And you start hearing it now that it is literally two points away from dead. That's that's how close it is to dead. And you, you hear this screaming anger, and but inside you, you hear... Uh, the, the sorrow that Plutarch was talking about and the sorrow is what's trying to make Pythia leave and the anger is it trying to reject leaving the instance to save itself its anger is making it suicidal the sorrow is trying to make it preserve itself okay and that's that's what you hear and now it is uh, you guys you were at four last time so now you're mm-hmm. at five so you're back you you have the the thing get back in. You don't have enough people to pilot it. Fuck! I forgot. Uh huh. 
and they're dead, so they couldn't uh, well, help you with that. Four. No, there's four of us on it now because the three. Oh, henches. yeah, there's four. One in uh, henches. Heal K. Yeah, that's I all you have to do. K. You, you want to bring K up since yes. it's your turn? Yes. Yeah. Pop K up. <laughs> please, K, please. Seven. Seven health? No, eight. Eight health. Eight health? Yep. Cool, so he pops up. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Barely. Let's get this shit in the air, dude. <laughs> All right, Astrid. Please. What the fuck happened? Bad things. <laughs> we gotta go. And K rolls a natural ten plus his three pilot. Oh, thank God. And you guys get the uh, fuck out into space. And you see, you and K see out the window that Pythia kind of retreats into the island, like into like one of the cove areas. And then uh, you see it rocket itself back into orbit. Shit, is it oh, following man, us? You couldn't even like kill it? No, it's not following you. It oh, is okay, running okay. away. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh. And that's where we're going to end <laughs> the session. <laughs> They're all dead. Yeah, we're all dead. Yeah. Good, Are you going to let me heal them first? And that's where we're ending the session. Yeah. No, we have to like, go to the hospital. Yeah, these, yeah. these guys are going to be like in a coma. Oh, that'll be fun. It's just me, baby. How do you guys feel? <laughs> Comatose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad we didn't really die. Yeah. Yeah, you guys did get back to the ship. You didn't actually die. Yeah, I thought we were not going to make it. And I will say I'm glad that I managed to get Kai up, Kai up so that we could keep our paradise because I would be really upset if we had just done everything to it. We had insurance. We just I know, but it. still. Yeah. There's some sentimentality to yeah. it. You saved us, Astrid. You did, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys want to talk about this? Then join us on our Discord. If you look in the show notes, it's down there. Or you can go to bit.ly forward slash failed crits. Uh, and that's all we're really going to plug. So thank you all for listening to the end of this second arc. Uh, thank you to Wowbit for the use of their theme song, Into the Portal. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of the ending theme, On the Shore. And we can't wait to start the next arc with you. Yay! Woo! Bye. 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 Kamala and Mohan and Hala and Rasmus, you were all telepathically connected when you went down. So Kamala, mm -hmm. you see before you the Great Willow. Yep. And everyone else is with you as well, except for Astrid and Kay, because they're not down right now. Last time you saw it, it kind of had uh, different colors changing on it. And then that's, you, that's what Kamala has been in her brain associating with the color change of her feathers when she, got re when she got revived. Yep. And as you're looking at the Great Willow, you see that it kind of shudders. And the, the Great Willow has this like shaking to it. 
and it starts to raise up out of the ground a little bit. Underneath the great willow is this is, is this kind of like expanding stone almost that that is uprooting the great willow currently. And from above the great willow, you see the flesh mass that has been chasing you reaching down toward it. And I'm gonna have all of you, I'm gonna have Mohan and Kamala roll a notice. Also, you guys can uh, quickly talk, like if you want to say anything, because you're kind of like disoriented, down in a coma. Nine. Nine. So that's a mixed success. What did you get? Seven. Mixed Seven. success. Um, so Kamala, you notice you're the one who notices this big root popping up, and Mohan, you notice that the thing that is pushing all of the roots up kind of describe it a little bit better to her. You you see it more clearly for some, or you're seeing it from a different angle. And you two, with your collective notices and describing it to each other, there's one thing that stands out. The surface of this large rock that is pushing up the Great Willow has a shape in it that is familiar to you. And you remember that when you were on Undernaught in one of the rooms behind in where all the kids were being kept, there was a arrowhead-ish shaped rock that was being analyzed medically and compared to all of you and there are thousands of this rock on this almost egg-shaped thing that is uprooting the Great Willow. Uh, Well, it's like scales. It is like scales. It's fucking dragons. It's in our fucking sea shanty. I just reread it. God damn it! (laughs) God damn it! And that's the end of our second arc.